1: Because it's Friday, let her rip, anything goes, and it's only me, it's only the Kimmer with Pete Davidson, blonde at 303 and we got Pete Davis in the mountains of Macon, he's got his uh, Falcons pillow ready to go, is that like a blanket, or a pillow, Falcons pillow or something, it? yeah, it's all folded up, <laughs> well, there you go. Yes, indeed. And uh, Flounder, our mechanical man with the controls. How's it going, sir, in the uh, darkened room of happiness? It's Friday. That's, uh, <laughs> any plans for the weekend? Look, it could be kind of crappy tomorrow.
2: Yeah, it's like. supposed to rain all day, so yeah. we'll be spending it indoors. Excellent. Andy,
1: and, uh, now, do you have? Uh, do you like to play board games or anything or watch TV? Or if you gonna just hang around with your lovely uh, Veronica? Yeah,
2: she'll uh, be with Veronica. She likes to do board games and watch Netflix and stuff like that. Yeah. So oh. I'll...
1: Well, remember, the perfect response is yes, darling. It's always that you can't go wrong when you're always your answer is yes, darling. (laughs) Right again, my dear. (laughs) Yeah. A little Mr. Wedding advice over here. 304 at Pete Davis. What's new with you in the mountains of (laughs) Michigan? Yeah.
3: I'm looking forward to a lovely dinner.
1: Uh, well, Well, now what do you mean? No, well, I take
3: my butt downtown and get dinner.
1: Oh, well, all righty. Well, any particular uh, reason or <laughs> or place you go is just like a food. <laughs> uh, okay. I,
3: I, I'm tired of my own cooking.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, all right, 30, uh, 305 with a Kimmer, Pete and Flounder. Here's the number 404 741 1230. 404 741. I just missed my whole Saturday. 741 1230. Uh, anyway, uh, we got a million things going on here. It's Letter it Rip Friday. Anything goes. Uh, we have some uh, audio daily doubles today, actually. Uh, not daily doubles, silly. Uh, I just love what used to say that on Jeopardy. Uh, we have a couple of audio history bites today. Also, a, a special birthday of a guy who turned out to be more of a comedian than anyone would have thought. Originally in his original career, and he celebrates a big birthday today. And we have uh, Flounders found some comedy bits of him. We'll uh, thrill you with a bit later on this afternoon as well. Also, uh, President Stupid Face has done it again. Wait till you hear this. Holy cow. And we'll have an update on the Trump trial and this uh, Gene Carroll chick. And, uh, man, it, uh, he stormed out of the, uh, of, the, of the court closing arguments against him today, then went back in to hear the final part of his lawyer. And we'll talk about that and also what she did and how come the judge is not allowing her previous comments about how much fun rape is to a lot of women uh, to be entered into the courtroom. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's just, just, uh, you know, typical. They're just going to do anything they can to get Trump. Uh, Also, uh, let's see, uh, the FBI's in the news, a lot of funding funding, uh, your uh, sanctuary cities. That's about time. Also, and by the way, as soon as we get to that, we'll talk about how Seattle is paying millions of dollars. To the BLM protesters who tried to burn down the whole freaking country in 2020. And Seattle is paying the protesters money because the protesters said those police officers were too rough. They threw us on the ground and everything. (laughs) God. Also, we're going to have a little fun talking about the guy who uh, sucked a little too much nitrous oxide or whatever it is last night in Alabama. So that's all coming up. Uh, uh, What was that? Oh, (laughs) sorry. I thought he was back. Uh, 307. Yeah, take, the guy apparently tried to hold his breath for a really long time. <laughs> well, he's holding his breath now forever. <laughs> I know that. Anyway, uh, 307 with the Kimber Pete, and Flounder. All right, also, I saw this on TV the other day. I can't believe it. And by the way, it's letter of Friday, so we, you know, we'll do kind of a hodgepodge. I really don't feel like doing a lot of newsy stuff. I mean, it's, I've got a lot of newsy stuff, but I just, you know, so anytime you want to break in, you guys, just go ahead and break in whenever you feel like it. Um, but I, I saw this on TV the other night, and it's the first time I've seen it, and I I remember years ago, when I first found it was clearly by accident, uh, I was shopping for new underwear, underpants, and so. And I saw this jockey. This was probably God; it's got to be ten years ago, maybe not that long, several years ago. And, I'm, and and it was called the jockey brand called the Pouch. And for men, if you wear skivvies, if you wear if you if you don't wear boxers, I hate boxers; they bunch up. So anyway, I've never worn boxers. All the Marine Corps made you wear them at boot camp because that's all they issued you. Anyway. Uh, so if you wear uh, uh, underpants like jockeys, uh, you know that they all have the same kind of sideways vent on the, in the front to uh, unloose, uh, you know, the, to do your business. Well, pouch came out where all of a sudden it's just bloop, bloop, and it's right there, right? I mean, it's just a very easy way of maneuvering uh, the uh, needed uh, situation. Uh, and I couldn't believe it. And I went on the radio and I said, oh, my God, ladies, if you want to surprise your husband and tell him, you know, I guarantee you he's going to love this, this new pouch underpants by jockey. This was many years ago. Well, last night, not last Like two nights ago, I saw an ad on TV for what's called Shine Ste Ball Hammock Underwear. With a built in support pouch. <laughs> Ball hammock. <laughs> Ball hammock. <laughs> I swear to God, that's how they advertise it on TV. Ball hammock underwear. <laughs> with a with a built in pouch, which I guess is like the jockey pouch. I mean I uh, anyway, so I I just thought I'd pass that along because it really was I mean it was, it just it changed your life. <laughs> I mean it really makes a difference and how you don't have to no fumbling, it's right. I mean it's really pretty cool. Anyway, I'm sorry, ladies, I don't mean to be gross. But I guess uh, uh, if you, you know, check it out with your husband, ask your if you, you might, might give a little gift and, and surprise, it might be a funny thing at your household.
3: It depends on who I'm dating at the time and what they prefer as to what I wear. <laughs> I just don't care either way, but they seem to care.
1: So. Really? Now, I, 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 no, I mean, now I've never had a girl tell me that she preferred one thing to one. Uh, you did? You uh, have?
3: My entire life, I wore jockeys until the '90s, and I dated a girl who says nobody wears jockeys anymore. I'll get you some boxers, and oh, I wore boxers God. until the uh, 2010s when I dated a woman, and she goes nobody wears boxers
1: anymore. And she <laughs> got me jockeys. All right, Flounder, have you ever, have anyone ever given you a preference in your underpants?
2: I mean, I wear boxer briefs. I like the support, but I don't like wearing the. I don't yeah. like having the. You know, I more of a boxer, but it's a brief. It's yeah. not. Got the shape like you guys. Yeah, like, they so. have the
1: and they also have the one that they have. They have the low rise, and then they have the one that goes down to the thigh. I mean, they got like four or five different things. I, you know, frankly, I get too confused. But all I do is uh, try to find the button. Anyway, so this was called Shine sti, Sty S T Y. I thought it'd be pronounced Shine Sty, but it's pronounced Shine Stee, I think the ball hammock underwear. I have no. I'm not affiliated with them, and I'm, I'm not trying to get you to go buy them. I just thought it was kind of freaking bizarre. Uh, Three ten. Kimber Pete and flounder. And uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Should, uh, should we? Oh, 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 let's play President Stupid Face, here, Flounder, this is pretty weird. He's done it again. The other day we played him where he was trying to talk about women t- don't take on women unless you can do so, and it just didn't make any sense. Well, he's done it again at the uh, brewery in Superior, Wisconsin. More audio has been released. He touted his economic record of Bidenomics. By the way, they're still talking about what a great turnaround the economy's making. I paid, <laughs> I paid four twelve for gasoline uh, this morning. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, so they're telling him how wonderful things are, and then and then he, he got halfway through his remarks at this beer factory, and it uh, obviously he just didn't know where he was. Sarah I if you would.
4: beer brewed here. It's, it is used to make the brew beer in this refinery. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. And an old, sandy-wanded bushwhacking, <laughs>
5: horn-swogling crocker <Krugger>, crocker <Krugger, laughs> is gonna roll away. <laughs> Yes. That's some real
3: frontier gibberish there. there.
1: I mean, people are reacting just then. President Biden sounds like he's speaking a different language. Don't worry. The media's assured us he is sharper than ever. I mean, how could that had been Donald Trump? If Donald Trump had made all of these gaffes, if Donald Trump had made all of Vice President shiftless and lazy, little cackling gaffes about riding on the yellow buses and how much he loves those Venmo charts, oh, my God. God, they would never let—they would be leading every newscast to try to destroy him. And instead, they're saving—they're hiding it. They're helping him. I mean, he, he gave his own translation of the speech, adding, The beer brewed here, it's used to make the brewed beer def- during his Define O Earth Rider. Uh, uh Biden's having a tough time reading from his giant teleprompter today. Uh another one said cognitively impaired Joe Biden. By the way, it used to make beer brew here. It used to make bee brew beard bop poop. Well, <laughs> Anita Broderick says, My God, Joe is unwell. Uh Biden's best gibberish yet. Uh another one, every time I see my these clips, I'm reminded of how I was raised to respect my elders and treat them with dignity. What Democrats are doing by propping Biden up like this when he's clearly debilitated is not respectful or dignified. It's a shameful insult to all elderly. God, and uh, a conservative influencer cat turd. Uh, you know that that uh, media <laughs> posting place—they they don't hold much back. <laughs> Cat turd says, "What the blank? What the actual blank? This is getting so bad. It's more than a freaking joke. I mean, it's unbelievable. Talk about shameful! My God. Anyway." All right, it's Literate Friday. 4047411230. Uh join us if you like. We'd love to have phone calls coming up. Uh, we're going I'm going to make fun of the guy who breathed his last trying to hold his breath as long as he could. Well, he won 313 with a Kimmer, Pete and flounder. Oh boy. I don't even want to talk over that. Wow. <laughs> what a riff. Man, it got fuzz busters coming out the wazoo or whatever the hell they call them now. <laughs> I remember when that, you guys, are, you may not be old. I remember when the first time the, the fuzz buster was actually employed on electric guitars. Holy cow. I mean, man, that was a like you just heard. That sound was, woo. Anyway, 319, Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. This is Eddie Van Halen. It's his birthday. He would have been sixty-nine. Eddie Van Halen died in twenty-twenty. Born in nineteen fifty-five. And uh, man, I guess uh, there was some good picking there. Was he? Would he be listed as one of the uh, one of the great ones? Yes. Um, well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, birthday lists include Ellen DeGeneres, sixty-six years old today. Uh, she tried to hit on. Uh, I found a wife that one time. Never mind. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, 320. Uh, and on this day, in seven, notice how good I might just smooth right over that. Uh, 1784. I'll get somebody later. 1784. <laughs> Benjamin. Got a cookie coming. <laughs> I'll get somebody on the way home tailgating me. <laughs> Believe me, I'll. <laughs> the the venom is building not to be unleashed until after six. It's the new Kimmer. <laughs> uh, this day in 1784, Benjamin Franklin, yes, we know him well, uh, wrote a letter to his daughter uh, supporting the turkey. As America's national symbol, he complained that the eagle, which the Congress wanted to do, was the eagle was a bird of bad moral character, and the turkey <laughs> was much more respectable. <laughs> really true. It's a true. It's absolutely true story. Well,
5: yeah.
1: I not know what the guy you know knew what he you knew what he wanted. Uh, Three twenty one. Kimber, Pete, and Flounder. How's it going? Four zero four seven four one twelve thirty. Do we have trucker? Uh, trucker Joe. As I hang with a trucker Joe. We'll let it rip, Friday, my friend. Welcome aboard. What's up? <laughs>
6: Hey, Trucker John, not joking. Trucker John. Okay. I'm sorry, my bad, man. I'm I, out of I, it. No, 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 no problem. Semper fi. Thank you. Hey, uh, something real quick. Uh, after you played that clip of our uh, fearless leader in oh. Washington up there at the brewery, yeah.
5: um,
6: I think he, I think he might have been spending too much time in the tasting room.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I I almost wish he were a drinker. You know, if we could say, well, he had a couple of sips or something, we could excuse it. But this is a nightmare. I mean, this is real. This is this is a, a shameful disgrace of the fall of a great civilization. This is our leader. This is the man, uh, the, the most powerful. Man in the world, he's the most powerful man in the world, and he can't string a sentence.
6: What would be interesting is if anybody takes keeps keeps track of when he does his little little quips and things like that. Uh, what time of the day it is, because you know uh, how Alzheimer's and dementia begins to set in, and it you know it's sundowners and later in the day they always have less mental capacity and things, I'd be curious to see how often, you know, it's in that time yeah. frame when he's doing that.
1: I, don't, I think another point, Trucker John, is that I remember, remember those pictures of several months ago that someone took some close-ups of, of, of uh, President White Trash's hands and the back of his hands had needle marks from where somebody was giving him injections of something in a tube. In an injection needle, and I, whether it's the amphetamines to prep him up in the afternoon after his nap, or I mean, you know, no one's ever explained it, but they were clear as day. Uh, no one's ever denied it, but they're not talking about it. They just say, well, you know, a vitamin B, you know, stuff to keep him healthy, which is a bunch of crap. Hey, he's a puppet, and it's uh, it's a shame and a disgrace. This country should be ashamed of itself for this guy.
6: I uh, I agree. So, yeah. Hey, something to chew on, and you can you can talk about it, and I'll get off uh, get off your phone, but. uh you know, if you think back, you know, back during the Civil War, uh, it started, you know, with states seceding from the from the Union. Um, I wonder what it would take. To uh, to start that process
1: now, you know, with Texas and some of the others. So, like I said, just food for thought. I appreciate it, Trucker John. Thanks. In fact, uh, in fact, wait I mean, we're not there yet. But think about it. I mean, right now, again, the Supreme Court decision was very clear. The pre- Supreme Court said that if uh, if the federal government wants to come in to Texas and take down barbed wire, you have to let them do it. The Supreme Court did not say that Texas can't put up more barbed wire. And Texas is putting up more barbed wire, which is thumbing your nose at that Supreme Court decision because it was they're not breaking the law. There was no law that says Texas can't put up barbed wire. Now, if the feds come to take it down, they have to let them take it down. But that doesn't mean they can't put up more. So I love this because it's a deliberately a deliberate threat. And boy, I can't wait for the video of right up till election time when the uh, the state of texas keeps putting up barbed wire and the feds have to keep taking it down to let in the illegal immigrants so the process is going to show on tv every night here's more federal agents of president white trash's government making sure that they allow the illegal immigrants to get in just like they want Therefore, proving that this is not a secure border, the feds are making it more possible for him to come in. I mean, it's right there. It's treason. <laughs> it's anti-American. It's, it's violating federal law to change our society, to change our country. Oh yep. mm-hmm. um, And it's for political reasons. They're not doing it because they think they're going to come in and vote Republican and because they're all brain surgeons and they're going to be, a, you know, all, all these guys are all chemists and they're going to uh, come up with a cure for cancer. These are all 25-year-old, able-bodied, single men, most of them. So you tell me what the hell's going on. Anyway, I mean, this is, so the border of things like, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, you're thumbing your nose, but it's the beginning of a civil war. 25 states are saying, we agree with you, including Georgia. Oh, hell, by the way, I, and, and my thing about the vice president, I just saw on TV, I'm, we got Fox up here in the studio. Uh, Christy Nome is all over TV again because she says, hey, if you run out of barbed wire, I'll give you mine. I mean, you know, this girl, and she was on being interviewed again. I'm telling you, she is all over the place. Uh, Yeah, you know?
3: She needs the barbed wire right to keep the Iwegians out.
1: <laughs> the Iwegians <laughs> I'm not sure people know what that is, Pete. I mean, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're fine over here. Yeah, we're you know, we really need you, people. We're good, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> no
3: more squareheads from no, no. Minnesota. No more Iwegians from
1: Iowa. <laughs> Never cared much for them Sooners either, you know. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> um, uh, about 326. Okay, now the fun part. Alabama, the death row inmate, uh, Kenneth Eugene Smith, who was found guilty of murder for hire, butchering with a knife, stabbing to death the wife of a preacher in 1988, 88, 98, 18, That's 36 years. 36 years he got to live. Not anymore. Well, they put him in the chamber last night. He said, quote, here's his final words. Uh, Tonight, Alabama causes humanity to take a step backwards. I'm leaving with love. Okay. Alabama causes humanity to take a step backwards. I'm leaving with love, peace, and light. Uh, he made the I love you sign with his hands, much like a Travis Kelsey was a girlfriend. Uh, and the family members were witnesses. Thank you for supporting me. Love, love all of you. And, by the way, for the record, I think I've got his last meal in here. Uh, let's see. Oh, where is it? Uh... I thought yeah, it, I, knew I had it in here somewhere. What yeah, he had, he had uh, oh, here we go, here we go, I'm sorry. Uh, his final meal, he had steak with A1 sauce, <laughs> they're very specific, <laughs> hash browns and eggs. And before that, he had a breakfast meal of two biscuits, eggs, grape jelly, applesauce, and an orange juice glass with the, uh, at the correctional facility. And then they, uh, they strapped him up to this new uh, historic nitrogen execution for the first time ever. Well, he previously survived a botched execution day, and he was uh, conscious for several minutes as he was made to inhale the toxic gas nitrogen through a mask, depriving him of his oxygen in his body until he suffocated. As the killer pushed against his restraints, his wife Deanna, wearing a Never Alone t-shirt, cried out for him from the witness box, according to reporters at the scene. She was joined by other family members to witness the execution. It took 22 minutes, far more than the family had been told it would take, according to the spiritual advisor, who called it the worst thing he'd ever seen, claiming even prison officials were visibly surprised at how bad this thing went. We didn't see somebody go unconscious in 30 seconds. What well, we saw was minutes of somebody struggling for life. We saw minutes of someone heaving. I'm starting to really feel sorry, aren't you? We saw someone struggling. Kind of like the wife was, the pastor was, when he's stabbing her with a knife over and over. And That probably hurt a little. I don't know. Maybe she was screaming. You know, what do you think? Anyway, uh, struggling, uh, uh, heaving back and forth. We saw spit. We saw all kinds of stuff from his mouth develop on the mask. We saw this mask tied to the girl and him ripping his head forward over and over and over again. Uh, Kenny Smith was no, by no means a perfect person, but we have to make sure this never, ever happens again. The uh, commissioner said uh, the execution went as planned. Uh, it appeared that Smith was holding his breath for as long as he could. He said, well, I guess. I mean, can you imagine? Okay, you imagine. Here it comes. So you're, you take one great big, and then can you imagine the second when you realize, I, I can't do it anymore, I can't do it anymore, here it goes. Can you imagine? Good, I'm glad. I hope you suffered, you bastard, burning in hell. Well, would you have done that?
3: Would you have made yourself suffer by trying to hold no, your back? No, I'd have sucked have it in it? as fast it. as
1: I could. I think, I think, you know, I think. Anyway, uh, so and the family of the dead woman says, we're not jumping around hooting and hollering. Uh, we're no hooraying. We're glad it's over. The weight is off our shoulders. But we did forgive all the men involved in the murder years ago. We don't condone what he did, but we forgive him for what he had done. The Bible says All so. Right.
3: Well, so. Well, this is another argument where the death penalty should be thrown out, throw them in a hole, give them food twice a day, and forget about them. Because yeah. think of the family being drugged this every four or five years from 1988 till now.
1: Yeah, there you are. At, yeah, it was 1988. 3.30, uh, Kemper, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, let's do uh, Oh, we're going to salute a birthday guy next. And also, a Flounder's Funny coming up here in the next few minutes with a uh, 3.00. Uh, Kemper, Pete, and Flounder at 3.30 on Letter Rip Friday right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. baby. Postman, Timber rock and roll hey, right here. Hey, hey, That's Mr. how, you know, rock and
5: roll.
1: Now, yesterday, we played the Carpenters, I think it was yesterday or the day before, Flounder, remember? And that was, I guess, because they were doing a big hit or something. This was the original, the Marvelettes. And on this day in 2011, Gladys Horton passed away. She was only 66. Member of the Marvelette. she was the founder and lead singer. They had the hits, "Please, Mr. Postman." When uh, Horton was reportedly 15 years old. When they did this song, she would later sing lead on the Marble Its classics such as Playboy, Beachwood 45789, and Too Many Fish in the Sea. God, what goes, were all great songs. Real good old rock and roll. Remember, Beachwood 45789, and that was back before, and all of a sudden everybody called that number, and there was a huge thing saying, well, no, now you can't have that phone number anymore, because people still once in a while call it, and I think it used to still be, in, it's probably still in existence, uh, remember, in fact, remember the other day we tried. Now there's a phone number for a company that uh, the first three digits are 404 whatever, and then it's five five five, so on and so forth, which is only used for movies and stuff. Well. Anyway, Marvelettes, uh thing with that thing there. Uh, quick birthday list. Oh, oh, a special birthday, a flounder, if you will, a certain person, good, funny friend of ours, and a sports hero in many ways is ninety years old today.
7: Just barely see it. I don't want to start this interview off on a down note tonight, to Johnny Carson. But as you know, um, the Baseball Hall of Fame just made. Their uh, selections yeah. again, yeah. and uh, well, uh, needless to say, you didn't make it. No, uh, are, are you uh, were you upset? No, I'm uh, I'm 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 going to say this right now because we've talked about this before. Now there's a there's a hint here and there that they want to put me in, you know. Well, now I'm, not going. <laughs> now I'm not going. I see. I knew this would happen sooner or later. You know where, you know they keep putting you down, putting you down. Now they want me, and I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's Bob Euchre,. Okay. Bob Euchre, 90 years old, a superstar mm-hmm. of major league. Mr. Bell, just a bit outside. Mr. I'm, Belvedere. I'm telling you, <laughs> if you get that MLB
3: at bat where you can listen to all the radio guys around the country, yeah. even the Spanish guys, it is such a joy on the summer night to flip around and hear Bob Euchre calling Brewers games. Yeah. It's wonderful.
1: And I think he still does home games. I don't think he travels anymore, but I think he still didn't not he really. still do them last year. I think he still did. Yeah, he's,
3: still, he's doing uh, yeah. radio
1: stuff. Uh, yeah. He does a home game. He's not moving around, but 90. Years old today, but we'll play more of him. I'm gonna play a little bit of his every hour, by the way. And incidentally, did you know this, Pete? I'll bet you did. Did you know the first and last teams that Bob Euchre played for? We
3: played for the Braves, I know that. First and last?
1: the first, team, mm-hmm. yep, the first team? the first team. would must have been the Boston or the Milwaukee Braves. And then, he played and the, for the and,
3: Phillies, too, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah he played Maybe. for a couple in between. St. Louis, I think, for a little bit. But he, the first and last teams he played for were the Braves organization. Bob Uker, mm-hmm. 90 years old today. Uh, and on this day in history, a quick uh, historical note, if I can... If, oh, how would you like this to happen To you? 1972, a Yugoslav airliner crashed in Yugos... I'm sorry, a tra- a crashed in Czechoslovakia after a Croatian extremist group had planted a bomb in the forward cargo hold and blew it out of the sky. But a stewardess named Vesna Venlushnik survived after falling 33,000 feet tucked into the tail section. She broke both legs and was paralyzed from the waist down, but she lived falling in the tail cone for 33,000 feet. They,
3: they say the cart that she was
1: pushing, you know, the food cart, kind of <laughs>
3: broke the explosion. And when they fell, the, the tail part of the plane hit on the mountainside, hit in trees and slid down the snowy slope.
1: Can you, can you imagine 1972, January in Czechoslovakia would have been snowy and icy? Holy cow. Holy cow, somewhere in my little history file I've got I don't know if I can find it right now today, but there's a story of a guy of a guy who survived a parachute uh, drop when the chute never opened. Uh, ever. And anyway, we'll talk about that. Anyway, how you doing? Kimber? Pete, and Flounder. What's up? Three three uh, 339. Here's our phone number. 404-741-1230. 741-1230. Uh, we'll do a little newsy stuff. And then uh, I'm going to talk about my uh, ridiculous uh, beard and why I'm going to think I'm going to make a decision. And also uh, a, 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 a moniker, the Gen Z hates uh, coming up shortly first of all in the news today donald trump at the trial in new york again this is all a bunch of crap Jean carroll is the woman who's almost uh, she's 80 or you're like almost 80 years old she claimed that many years ago donald trump raped her in a Bergdorf goodman department store and uh, and the jury said no we, we don't believe he raped her but we believe that he did something to you so we find him guilty of sexual assault <coughs> excuse me and he was fined $5 million. Now the judge is making the decision on uh, her shot. Then she sued him again. She's, this girl sued Donald Trump again for libel after he said, this woman's crazy, she's nuts, don't know what she's talking about. So she sued him again, and again he's, been, he's going to be convicted and fined by the stupid, stinking judge uh, 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 in court today. And at one point, Donald Trump abruptly left. As the girl's lead attorney was delivering her closing argument, uh, talking about Donald Trump's denials and vi- vicious accusations were all lies that's already been proven right in this courtroom by a jury. That's why his testimony was so short yesterday, he didn't get a do-over. Well, the judge only allowed him to answer three yes or no questions. That's why it was short. You stinker. Anyway, uh, they, uh, she claims that uh, Trump started to smear her client within a day of her last court victory, that he had defamed her. He acted like rules are rules and don't apply to him. So uh, uh, Trump stormed out. He he later did come back. Uh, but the judge, Lewis Kaplan, the hater, I mean, this guy, this is that psychopath nutbag who just hates Donald Trump. He said, the record reflect Mr. Trump uh, just rose and walked out of the courtroom uh, that Trump is required to follow the law, whether he likes it or not. Uh, and the judge earlier threatened lead, uh, Trump's lead attorney, uh, Alina Habba, with punishment when she tried to interrupt him. And he said, you're on the verge of spending time in the lockup. Sit down. I mean, they, they just hate. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Now, this is where this is very, very, very important. In uh, I think it was what you say, twenty twenty flounder. Is that what you uh, said? Yes. This girl, uh, Jean Carroll, was on Anderson Cooper's show being interviewed. She admitted something that Andrew. Talk about the media trying to help the people going after Donald Trump. They will do anything to protect the people hurting Donald Trump much like they're protecting Biden when he says stupid things at the podium. Here's a great example of it. Anderson Cooper interviewing this woman who claimed that Donald Trump raped her and then won her jury case and won 5 million dollars now going after more. But anyway, 4 years ago, she's on Anderson Cooper's show. Listen to how he try he goes nuts when she admitted something which uh, is uh, absolutely flabbergasting. Here we go.
7: I think most people think of rape as a I mean it is a violent assault it is not i a
8: think most assault. people think of rape as being sexy mm.
7: let's take a short break think
8: of the fantasies
1: we've got to take a quick okay, break sorry. if you can stick around with... <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, uh, no nah, she didn't mean to say that and what she meant was that, that it's like they tape they have lots of scotch tape if they have tape on them and they try to tape they try to tape over something uh, well we'll come back to explain it later here on mcff my God! I mean, can you? I mean, oh uh, let's take a break. I, and my God! I would have said, "Whoa! What do you mean?" So, how many times do you think about it, there, Genie? I mean, seriously, how could you? How could you deliberately stop? Okay, okay, I'm so sorry. I'm going freaking crazy. Remember, I was a news guy. Okay, my master's is in journalism and political communication. I mean, I did this for 55 years. So my 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 background basically is as, as, as a news guy. I can't believe that a news guy didn't take that little nugget of joy of an interview. Pete Davis, I guarantee you, if you'd been interviewing a rape victim yeah. who said rape is sexy, you'd have got, whoa. Keith, Dokey. Well, uh, we're not going to be taking any commercial breaks for a while because I want to know more about this.
5: My,
3: he was
1: covering for
3: it. He was covering for because she's a liberal and they all go to the same parties uh, together. My
1: God, there's no excuse in the world why a reporter wouldn't want to go, oh, my God, let's get into this some more. Donald Trump himself said the judge refuses to allow the Anderson Cooper interview on CNN where Carol says rape is sexy. Again, the judge refused to allow anything to support Donald Trump in the trial. Uh, numerous other things Trump says that totally exonerate me. Judge Kaplan's refusing me and my constitutional right to due process to defend myself against this false accusation. This is a one-sided trial where the other side is allowed everything and we are allowed nothing. He's an extremely abusive individual, the likes of which few have seen before. That's the judge. Uh, a more reaction. I want to remind everybody, in addition to once saying that rape is sexy, uh, this accusation against Trump is an exact plot line for from a 2012 Law & Order SVU episode. Uh, she said, oh, that was a total coincidence. Uh, one more, uh, Citizen Free Press. This is amazing. Citizen Free Press wrote, said, why didn't the judge in the E. Jean Carroll trial not want these tweets by Jean Carroll shown in court? Here are the tweets. Hold on, I got him a, a, a bigger thing here. Uh, number one, sex tip I learned from my dog. When in heat, chase the male until he collapses with exhaustion. Then jump him. This is by this woman. Another one. Would men have invented chastity belts, veils, and ch- uh, crocs if women weren't just unbelievably hot? Honey, you were born to seduce. Again, this is Jean Carroll uh, from 2016 or 2013. What can be done about the penis? It gets large when you want it small and stays small when you want it large. <laughs> this is the rape victim. These are her tweets. Uh, 2015, uh, Jean Carroll, how do you know your unwanted sexual advance is unwanted until you advance it? Two more, there's no such thing as a slut, only sexual geniuses. And it's not the most beautiful woman, no, no. It's the woman who makes the least mistakes, who seduces the most men. That, my friends, is the rape victim who's going to be rich, 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 rich. And no one can hear this in the courtroom because that would be unfair to her. 346, Kim repeat and flounder. This is America. Er, yeah.
6: <laughs> da, 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 da,
1: da. I, everybody who ever played a guitar when they were 10 years old, I assume played this as their first riff. <laughs> they were a certain age anyway. 352 with the Stones. no <laughs> That yeah, was 2007, 2007 on this day. The Rolling Stones topped the US Music Rich list for the second year in a row. They made 150 million dollars in 2006. The Rolling Stones, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill were second in the poll with a combined fortune of 132 million in one year, 2006. And the American country band Rascal Flats was third on the rich list, leaving, leaving, having earned one hundred and ten million dollars. Rascal Flats made one hundred and ten million dollars in 2006. Who? Rascal Flats. (laughs) I mean, they're a nice band. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait a minute. Rascal Flats made one hundred and ten million dollars in 2006. Wow. I mean, I had no idea. I mean, it's obviously from concerts because they're not selling records. And I mean, well, maybe they're well. They're probably, even if they made a you know a couple of million off the records, that's still $110 dollars. My God, I don't, I can't believe it. <laughs> All right, well, I'm sorry, I don't mean to overreact. Three fifty. You got a comedy pick up here. A birthday list includes Anita Baker. Uh, singing uh, uh, of a 66-year-old today, Anita Baker today. And our history list includes on this day in 1945, Russian troops enter Auschwitz in Poland and free 7,000 emaciated starving camp survivors. It also showed the world the horrors of what was true. Today, ironically, all those white liberal college students across America obviously think that, uh, think that the Jews got what they deserved. That's why they're supporting Hamas now, apparently, all the college uh, white girls. Uh, 354 with the camera, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, well, we have a committee now. The Georgia State Senate this morning approved the creation of a committee to investigate the Fulton County Fannie Floozy, Fanny Willis, and her relationship with her. Uh, well, she was the side piece for Nathan Wade. Allie Allegations of prosecutorial misconduct, misuse of public funds, unprofessional relationship. Of course, the Democrats are saying, oh, you Republicans are focusing on bedroom politics. No. They say, well, you know, most of it comes from an ex-wife who's mad and wants to get some more money, according to state Democratic leaders. You freaking phonies. Uh, this has got nothing to do with, you know, her, her sex life. It's state money and misuse of the prosecutorial process. In fact, they're trying to they're complaining that, you know, you got it all wrong. Fannie is very, very respectful. Uh, She even her new staff members, she always puts her new staff members ahead of herself. Uh, uh, Even the new ones, uh, she always makes sure that they come first. I mean, she's very respectful. That Her staff people say clearly when they have meetings, when she has her new staff people, even behind the closed doors, it's clear that she's agreeing with their uh, with their process for the law. They can hear her screaming, yes, 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 all over and over and over again at the Fulton County uh, Prosecutor's Office. So let's give the woman a little break, shall we? I mean, come on, you're killing me here. Uh, 3.55 with a Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Hunter Biden, uh, once again in the news with an ex-FBI official. Shutting down the Hunter Biden line of investigation violated the Hatch Act. It's on the record now. This guy's name is Timothy Tebalt, or Thebalt, and he engaged in pro- uh, prohibited political activity as an FBI agent circumventing normal process procedure to open the full field investigations against Hunter Biden after the whistleblowers came forward. And all this thing to hide, there was a memo calling for a full investigation and he killed it, and it was approved by FBI Director Christopher the Cossack Ray, the disgrace of Atlanta, the head of the federal Gestapo of Investigation. And it was also approved by the Attorney General Merrick Garland. Scrubbing and diluting details of the source's political bias in this memo, he was using political bias to make sure that Hunter Biden and his father were protected with all his business dealings starting in 2018. T-Bolt was removed from his post as a special assistant agent in charge and later resigned. And he now officially violated the Hatch Act. About activity of a federal, a civilian employees of the branch executive. Hit me, da 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 ho oh, ah, oh, up the camera a little bit, a little jazz a uh, What do you got there, Flounder? A little funny? Uh, I do
9: something a little bit different than the other comics. I need you guys to participate here a little bit. I do improv stand-up, so I can do stand-up based on any suggestion from the crowd. I just need, like, a word or a phrase to get me started. Anything at all. Wrestling. I think I heard pre-written material in the back.
5: <laughs> so I'm
9: glad the pandemic is over. I'm <laughs> glad the restaurants are open. We don't have to do the takeout and delivery thing anymore. I saw even Golden Corral had a sign out that said, open for takeout and delivery. <laughs> in case you don't want COVID, but still want all the symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> My chest hurts and my stomach hurts and none of this food tastes right. I had to buy everything online during the pandemic. I started doing a lot more online shopping, and I found out whenever you use your credit card online, it always gives you one of these "Are you a robot?" tests. You guys all done these? It always asks me one of three questions. It always says, "Choose the pictures that have traffic lights, choose the pictures that have buses, or choose the pictures that have stop signs." So I have no idea how we're supposed to trust self-driving cars. (Laughter) now that I know the three things robots cannot identify
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> very funny it's our friend uh, Nickerson that no that's a guy by the name of Adam Yenzer well, boy he sounds like the other yeah. guy that we like so well um, there's a Thing on YouTube called Dry Bar Comedy, where you can find a lot of different comedy bits that you don't have to worry about bad language and stuff like that. Well, so there's a lot a, of random folks. And, what a great idea! Yeah. Well,
1: you could just get that every day. Pretty much, that's huh? what I'm
2: working on. Outstanding.
1: Well, good. I'm I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I love that stuff. Uh, Three fifty-eight. Very. We got a whole bunch of more newsy stuff to go on here too. Uh, Holy Graphic Sports coming up. Peach tweets coming up, and uh, <clears throat> more flounders, funnies, and uh, a GOP lawmaker now is moving to defund sanctuary cities. And there's more talk about. We talked about the immigration issue and the border and so forth. And now a GOP lawmaker, uh, August Phil, uh, I guess it's, <coughs> excuse me, August, maybe it's August, August. Republican Texas, wants to amend federal law so any jurisdiction that blocks federal immigration enforcement would be ineligible for a range of federal law enforcement grants or other grant uh, administered by the Department of Homeland Security or the Department of Justice. It would defund sanctuary cities. And by the way, let's remember, you were freaking asking for it, trying to thumb our nose at it you bastards. Oh, we got a lot more about this coming up. Also, how the VA is now being having their money taken away to go to the border policies, even though there's a million claim backup. Four o'clock, coming up next with the Giver Pete and Flounder a 106.3. Let it rip Friday. What's going on? This was about Christy Brinkley, whom he married, and with whom he's had sex. I guess Billy caught her cheating on him at the ski resort or something, I guess. Anyway, 403 with Billy Joel with a Kimmer, Pete, and Falounder on 106.3 Letter of Friday. Billy Joel, on this day, 2003, was airlifted to a hospital after he smashed his car into a tree. The singer lost control of his Mercedes S500 and skidded for 100 yards before he slammed into the tree. It was in the Hamptons in New York. He's got a new single
3: coming out. His first one in decades. And I heard oh. a snippet of it. And I just wish for once, when these guys come out with something after decades or years, please, how about an upbeat song that's happy instead of these dirges these guys keep putting out? Uh, oh, what is Even this? the Beatles song was a dirge.
1: Really? I, I don't know. I'll be darned. Well, I mean, what's? It, I mean, if it's known as a piano man, he was not. He's not really. Well, I guess it oh, he did a lot are, of. Up, he oh, he yeah, just yeah. played
3: an upbeat song. Yeah, I,
1: I agree that he did a lot of my, so, Yeah, I, I agree. But you know, uh, so he must add a reason for thinking this was a great. Maybe his voice is. Uh, Change enough where he it doesn't sound good to be upbeat. I don't know.
3: Maybe so, something dropped and he's
5: got a, a bass <laughs> voice
1: now. It could be very fun. <laughs> 404 with a Kimmer Peter and Flounder. And our birthdays include Scott Glenn. By the way, I'm kind of surprised. This is a, a Flounder's uh, history and birthday guy writes this. Scott Glenn is 85. Daredevil's blind mentor Stick on Netflix. He's also on Stephen King's Hulu series Castle Rock. And that's all he said. Scott Glenn was uh, a guy from Right Stuff, yeah. the, uh, Urban Cowboy, Silence of the Lambs, Silverado. Yeah. I mean, holy smokes. Uh, and a bunch more. So anyway, Scott Glenn is 85 years old today. Good for you. Uh, let's see. our uh, Oh, history. we got a double history list of President uh, erectile overfunction. It uh, was on this day in 1992 after the Super Bowl. President Bill Clinton, the slime bag, appeared with his wife, Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage, on 60 Minutes. Remember, they're sitting there together, and he denied he had an affair with Jennifer, with a G, Flowers, as reported in a tabloid. Hillary Rodham P. Stinky Fart Cabbage said, quote, I'm not some little woman standing by my man like Tammy Wynette. Well, it turns out you were standing by your man like Tammy Wynette because he was having a, a sexual affair with Jennifer with a G, Flowers, for like 12 years. Uh, and Hillary then went to buy a copy of Tammy Wynette's greatest hits. going We have another up the uh, same day coming up later on today about the same slime bag. Uh, so that'll be uh, something to look forward to. Uh, 406 with a Kimber Pete and Flounder. 404 741 1230. 404 741 1230. And uh, the, uh, we mentioned that GOP lawmaker from Texas is trying to defund sanctuary cities. Uh, Mayor Eric Adams New York has warned that crisis will destroy New York City. Chicago sh- is now sheltered the immigrants at the airport. Uh, Greg Abbott, of course, is still busing migrants to sanctuary cities, and he's still putting up barbed wire, uh, intentionally flouting federal law, declaring themselves sanctuaries from immigration laws, and now begging the federal courts to, to give them the money to manage it. These phonies who you know wanted your tired, your poor, your brown people, complaining that we were all a bunch of racists, that's why we wanted to close the border to stop all those brown people the liberals, liberal from coming in, and now they got them, and now they don't know what to do. They, it was a bunch of freaking phonies. There's no way that we should have a policy that allows millions of People to come in and just pretend they're home. I mean, you can't you can't exist that way. Uh, by the way, uh, and, 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 and I just heard this figure this morning. It, I'm not surprised. The Veterans Administration has had its money in its budget transferred from the VA to the people at Homeland Security handling the border issues. And they're not doing it to put up more fences and have more security guards to put, send them back to Mexico. They're doing it to help process the illegals coming into the country and taking money away from the Veterans Administration to do it. And incidentally, the, uh, the fact I heard today is that the Veterans Administration has a backlog... Of one million claims, including mine, including two of mine. And yet they're given that money to help the illegals come in and be taken care of. And again, I'm in favor of, of, of totally legal immigration. Come in, sign the book. Welcome to America. You know, bring us your, your, your abilities and uh, welcome to our country. But not this. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of uh, the Veterans Administration, just for the record, oh, sorry, so let me do this before I forget that I got to go back to the VA thing. Seattle, I I I was flabbergasted when I read this. Seattle is going to pay ten million dollars to fifty Black Lives Matter protesters who sued the police department during their riots of 2020, claiming that police used excessive force. Holy crap. So Seattle said, oh, they're, this is going to be brutal. The Seattle uh, leaders decided to pay the, the the 50 black protesters $10 million. Uh, this decision was based on the best financial decision for the city considering risk cost and insurance, said the city attorney. The case has been a significant drain on the time and resources of the city of Seattle. would have continued to be so through an estimated three-month trial starting in May. The complaint involved hundreds of interactions between the protesters and local law enforcement, a million pages of court records, 10,000 videos, hundreds of witness interviews, and extensive court filings. That was what Seattle was looking forward to. The city of Admitted no wrongdoing, but they said, "Oh hell, let's just settle and give them ten million freaking dollars." Let's remember, they were the, well, here, here's what they said. Uh, the plaintiff's attorney claimed that one of the protesters suffered a heart attack uh, after she was hit by a blast ball fired by Good. a Seattle cop. Another a veteran uses a cane was gassed and tackled because he didn't retreat fast enough. Dozens of Good. others suffered permanent hearing loss, broken bones, concussion, wounds, bruising, and emotional damage. Emotional damage. Good! They were trying to burn. They were throwing stuff at cops, burning down the city, taking over this. Remember the summer of fun? Remember they 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 know that whatever zone they have? Oh my! In Portland and Seattle, this is unbelievable. This is all because of George Floyd in May twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Businesses it's destroyed.
3: Also, it's also because their friends, the people who supporting Antifa, are now in the city government and are giving them the money from yeah. the coffers of,
1: of the taxpayers. That's right. That's right. The city of Seattle agreed to pay $4 million to settle a lawsuit filed by more than a dozen business owners whose property faced significant damage at the hand of protesters. So the business owners got a third of what the protesters got for taking on the police and damaging all that property. My God, America, what is going on with you?
2: Every Friday, Susan is on the horn, and she wants to comment on this.
1: Outstanding. Every Friday, Susan, welcome aboard. It's great to have you, Don. What's going on? What do you think?
8: Uh, well, you know, I think it's actually going to be a good thing because if Seattle's going to set that precedent about you know police um, force being too much, yeah. uh, how about Roseanne Boylan's family? Where that woman that was awarded by Biden, she was a Metro police officer, the the, the black uh, officer. Yeah, she is on. They actually unearthed new video where she's beating her, where she's already down. She she died. She, <sighs> Of course, Ashley Babbitt, too. But, I mean, and it's on video. It's just recently come out. I don't know um, if it was um, her family that's suing the administration or somebody on behalf of her family suing the administration. But they gave her an award at the White House, you know, some sort of valor thing. (sighs) So if they're going to set that precedent, then... Roseanne Boylan's
1: family should be able to get money as well. You know, uh, Susan, have you, ever, have you ever even thought that you would be even discussing things like this as an American citizen ever in your life? I don't know how long you've been no. a news fan or, or if you even you know an information person, stuff like that. Have you ever, Can you imagine thinking about any, even talking about things like this 10 years ago or 20 years ago, any time in your life?
8: I could name 10 things just off, you know, off the top of my head, anything from this nonsense to the open border to, you know, the cartels running, you know, basically our country now. I mean, it's just the list goes on and on and on. Everything that's, pro American is good for the
1: Democrats yeah. I never thought i'd I never thought that day would come in my life but uh, we're here <laughs> brutal uh thank you doll I really appreciate it every Friday yes, Susan uh, call any anytime you want sweetie I appreciate it four twelve we love this at this gal mm. uh you know it's just uh the babes are right there you know they're still there they're still out there with common sense you know it's it's common sense it's not it's, I don't have a political philosophy of you know of, it's just common sense mm-hmm. Did you say Nikki Haley has a new sponsorship? She has a new sponsorship? Uh, who's she got? Yeah, check check your phone. I
3: just sent you something. Oh, all right. You might well, want
1: to uh, hold on share with here. the people. Uh, let me find out with uh, Nikki with a new uh, The new sponsorship, let's see, uh, is the, <laughs> the interior of the Cadillac SRX is spacious enough for all my needs, <laughs> including <laughs> jumping on some guy's lap <laughs> after a rally. Uh, four thirteen with a Kipper, Pete, and Flounder. Plenty of room in the back seat, all right. And uh, let her rip and everything coming up here. Stand by. Yeah, <laughs> I got four nineteen. How you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kipper with Pete and Flounder. One zero six three. And as I gee, last uh, break, I told you about Billy Joel slamming his car into a tree and being airlifted to a hospital. More car bad news today here uh, this time. Whiskey bottle, yeah, whiskey bottles, all right. 1986, on this day, Alan Collins, guitarist from Leonard Skinner, crashed his car. It paralyzed him from the waist down, and it killed his girlfriend, Deborah Jean Watts. Collins had, <laughs> talk about tragedy and irony. Collins had survived the plane crash in 1977 that killed the other band members of Leonard Skinner. And then, uh, eleven years later, nine years later, he would crash his car and
2: killed his girlfriend. That's what this aerosol. song is about. That smell, the smell of cocaine. Is that what really? Yeah. Oh my God. Because at the beginning, wait, of so they song, did it
1: after he crashed himself. They made this song. Yep. No, I think this was before this. This is, was before the, oh, the wait, wait.
2: plane accident, but this was based on the car, uh, the, car. the car accident when he was paralyzed.
1: Okay. Wow, holy cow! Anyway, uh, Leonard Skinner, uh, Alan Collins, uh, kind of some bad news here. Uh, let's see, quick birthday list uh, includes. Andrew. Well, let me ask you this: If I were to add, well, I just kind of blew it. Pete Davis, if I were to ask you who is the most famous communist. In America. <laughs> in America, in America, most famous communist in America, most famous American communist ever. Well, I don't know. Just if you, if I said, uh, who, uh, I need a name of a famous American communist. Madeline Murray O'Hare. Okay. Well, she was an atheist. I'm not sure she was a communist. Oh. Well, same thing. Uh, say, well, same thing. Yeah. Uh, Flounder, <laughs> if I said uh, name an, a, a famous American communist, would you even would you have somebody in mind? George Soros. <laughs> well that's a pot oh, I hadn't thought of oh, that and Angela Davis. Angela Davis Angela Davis is 80 years old today. Angela Davis, father, have, you, have you even heard that name? Oh, he's pointing to. I'm sorry, man. He's, he's back, going back and forth. And no stuff. relation, uh, by the way. No, I would. I mean, well, she definitely being black would be, you know, the other side of the family. Uh, uh, so anyway, Angela Davis One is mile. 80 years old. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> and she was famous for back in the Black Panthers' day in the 60s. And I mean, she was a rabble rouser and uh, just a, a famous communist, a real troublemaker. And involved in all the. If there was something going on. Well, well it, she was up at Kennesaw State
3: a few years ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, she's yeah, she's still around. She still shows up. I, I think she's a lot less kind of edgy, but she still, you know, she she goes shows up for the leftist groups, and they talk about how great it would be to be more like communists. Again, we're, I'm trying to think it's, of all those yeah. good examples of communism uh, running so well. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's, um, uh, let's see, what's that one country that has the, uh, um, no, Alabama. they have the medical thing or something. I can't remember. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, oh, speaking of uh, communists and so forth, on this stay in 2010, France proposes banning the burqa, the full Islamic veil from all public schools, government buildings, hospitals, and transport systems, banning the burqa. French President Sarkozy said, The veil is unwelcome in France. It's an affront to women and not in line with French values or equality. So they uh, wanted to ban the burqa. And, of course, now I, I, don't, I don't think it lasted very long, and now they're all over the place and terminating certain villages and stuff. And by the way, you know what? Yesterday, I, I, all night long, I, I was waking up thinking about that little boy. I told the story of from the little French village yesterday. told the story of how the uh, the mother wanted to live with her boyfriend, so she left her son alone to take care of himself. And, uh, you know, he would steal food. And I, mean, I think she may have driven over to his... She lived several miles away with her boyfriend. Uh, but I, I, it's possible that she may have gone over to deliver food or something. But basically, uh, her, 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 she left her son for two years until finally the, the community said, wait a minute, this isn't wrong. Something's going on with this kid taking care of himself. He took care of himself. He was clean bathed and, and showered and shaved. So he was, you know, uh, went to school, did all his homework, was a good student, seemed uh, quiet uh, but well adapted, and he was was seven when she left him. Seven for two years. From the age of seven to nine, this little boy basically raised himself by himself. I'm I'm throwing the BS flag on this. No,
3: he's he have to find food, he'd have to wash his clothes, he'd have to change his clothes cuz he's growing. He wouldn't know how to do that at uh, 7 or even five well even or so well
1: even even if it was even if there were people helping him occasionally, at some point the members of the community said, "Okay, this is wrong." The cops came and got and took him away and said, "You can't live by yourself. You're 9." I mean, so even even if they helped him out a little, I mean, but still I couldn't help thinking about that. My god, that kid I I, I think when when my daughter were 7 can you imagine oh, i mean i I, I was up all night I was up all night thinking what a horrible thing this is, and I and I hope that kid's okay. And I, I mean, it, I just, this this
3: is how super villains are created. <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> like the Joker? I think yeah. this is how the Joker was raised. I guess you know, things like that.
1: Yeah. A cannibal smear. I, I mean, I must. There must be something. I just. It's unbelievable. Three. Uh, okay. Let's get phone call. Happy Friday phone call from. I think you said Scott is on the phone. Scott, what's going on, man? Welcome aboard.
4: Hey buddy, how are you? So, um, a- as far as the 7-year-old kid and this isn't, this wasn't one of my questions. Haven't you guys ever watched Home Alone?
1: Yeah, but that, that wasn't uh, exactly it wasn't exactly the same thing, you know. Yeah.
4: Okay, so 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 the first the first subject, the death sentence over in Alabama. Yeah. Murderer and humane could never be in the same breath.
5: Yeah. I mean if you it, yeah.
4: if you if you kill somebody in in cold blood, your blood should be drained. Now now you know if you kill somebody to protect your family or self
1: yeah, well, we're yeah. talking murder. We're talking assassination, murder for hire. I mean, that's what the yeah. guy did, murder for hire. But I, I still think exactly. the easiest way would put something in his food, would then knock him out in a really cold, blank, boom, boom, he never wakes up, and then you drop a 10,000-pound rock on his head. Boom, it's over. What? I mean, you, I, you wouldn't even know what happened. Talk about not suffering, my God. I mean, seriously, Put drop a big freaking machine on him or something. That's all. Boom, it's over. Yeah.
4: Run over him! Yeah. Run over him!
1: Yeah, I don't you know. You know,
4: and then and then the and then the woman suing Trump. Yeah, Gene Carroll. I mean, yeah. It, it, give, give me a break! You know, you were, you remember back when she was coming up? They came out with these whistles that the girls wore around their necks. They were called rape whistles. rape whistles. Sure, yeah. Well, she 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 got one, and she started a whole new thing. It was called wish whistle.
1: I'm sorry. It was called what? With, wish, wish, wish with a whistle. <laughs> Very funny. Well, again, she just said she was. You know, she a lot of girls. Uh, you know, think rape is sexy. We just played the song, we'll play it again later on. But yeah, you're right, Scott. I heard that. I heard
4: that. You know, I had a great aunt, a great great aunt, and and actually, I think it, I think she was one of the first lesbian ladies I ever met, but I didn't know it. And you know, they were always talking about being being molested or accosted or whatever. You know, they were so afraid to go anywhere. They lived in College Park. Well yeah. you know, I mean yeah. some, I would too. some people just they wish for that. Yeah. You know. I uh, know. It's but anyway uh, it's, Hey man, have a break and um and and talk and and talk to us about these crazy tunnels that they found under the synagogue. Yeah, how another
1: couple hundred of them or something. Unbelievable. Uh, Scott, appreciate it. Uh, Four twenty-seven with the Kevin Pete mm-hmm. Flounder. Ta- founder, just for kicks, let's play President Stupid again. Just, this, again, uh, <laughs> President uh, White Trash. Uh, again, was talking at the podium, and here's an example of the of the most powerful man in the world, and how he was uh, telling things to the crowd that which they really wanted to hear.
3: Beer, brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in this final. Oh, Earth Rider! Thanks for the Great Lakes. And an
4: old, sandy bushwhacking, horn crocker crocker is gonna roll away,
1: Cutter. I mean, it's unbelievable. Did, 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 did he say
3: at some point, "Thanks for the Great Lakes"? Great Lakes. The, the, oh, the, lakes. the
1: lakes yeah apparently well who knows I mean that was I think that's what the transcript said that they wanted it to say who knows I'd like to be this guy's interpreter. I mean, he's made up a whole new language.
3: How, how, how about the sign the sign person? Yeah, what do they doing?
1: <laughs> The deaf guy. <laughs> yeah.
6: They just throwing their hands up.
3: Oh or?
1: <laughs> Lord, uh, the in charge of our country. Uh, by the way, and speaking of the country in charge of the military, I mentioned that the VA budget has now been handed over to help the illegals sneak in. And there was all just a congressional report that showed every every branch of American military service Army, Navy, Air Force, uh, Marines, and SpaceX, Everyone has been weakened by the current situation of spending and stuff like that. Everyone is weakened the and not one of them is ready to fight except the marines they did a study and it showed every branch of the military has got serious weakening problems lack of money to fix equipment to get equipment to buy ammo fix the planes whatever every single branch has been weakened under this administration and there's only one which despite that is ready to fight Only one of our branches is ready to go to war. If it happens, only one branch is ready to go to war, and that's the Marine Corps, as it should be. But still, how appalling is that? (laughs) I mean... Maybe they won't get us involved in another war then, since we're not ready. Oh, yeah. uh, sorry, we can't. We're uh, time. We call time. We're not ready. Yeah, we're, time out. yeah. Sorry. Are uh, you guys holding? Are no, you back? No, no. Wait. No. We're, I said we're not ready. We're not ready to fight yet. <laughs> no fair. <laughs> Come here, your mom. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Four thirty with a camera. Kimmer- he's watching me. He's saying at me. He's said my <laughs> stuff. <laughs> mom.
10: I don't
1: Do not recognize this song of my new favorite group. I'll let this play for a second, see if I can figure it out. Right now it kind of sounds a little like the, the band. You may there, there we go, stand by. Well, they're not going to sing at all, I guess they I
10: can't help about the shape I'm in. I can't sing I ain't pretty and my legs are thin. But don't ask me what <laughs> I think of you. I might not give the answer that you want me to.
1: <laughs> Is this Peter Green? Wow. Yep. Ooh. 1977, Peter Green, former Fleetwood Mac guitarist. Peter Green, 77, was committed to a mental hospital after an incident when his accountant... Cliff Adams came to the door to present Peter Green with a check for royalties due him of more than $50,000. So he knocks on the door and says, hey, I've got a check here for $50,000. Holy crap! Because Peter Green uh, had attacked him with an air rifle. And (laughs) he just flipped out. And so they put him in a hospital, committed to a mental hospital. Totally free out. I tried to give him a check for fifty grand.
5: <laughs>
1: bad acid trips, baby. I guess. Anyway, uh, see birthdays include. You may not know the name. You, you probably know the face or the thing. David Strathern is seventy-five. David Strathern is the guy who played Noah Volson on the Jason Bourne movies, the bad guy for the CIA. Who is yeah, in, he's a good actor. He's a very good actor.
3: He's in Godzilla. He's been in a yeah, lot of Yeah, he's stuff. been
1: in a lot of things. And his name is David Strathern, 75 years old. Also on this day, uh, here's what Flounder Sky writes on his history thing on this day. Uh, 1988, Andrew Lloyd, <clears throat> Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera opened on Broadway. It's now the longest running show in Broadway history. Quote, I'll keep I blame an eye
2: this. Out, uh, so, what's that? I'm sorry. Uh, it looks like the. Jury has reached a decision on the Trump oh, really? defamation trial. Oh, so I, I will keep an eye out. They haven't done anything yet, but I just wanted to give you a heads up. Excellent. so
1: we we'll break in when needed. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, sir. Uh, here's what the, the founder guy writes in 1988, Andrew Lloyd Webber's Phantom of the Opera opened on Broadway, longest for anything. Quote, I blame this kind of crap for Twilight. Because this show and the movie that followed laid the groundwork for taking a horror classic and repackaging it for chicks. Lon Chaney sobs at his grave. Well, maybe be a little strong for <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber's, you know, fan <laughs> of the Opera. Uh, 437 on the Kimberpene Flounder. Oh, well, quick reminder. By the way, two reminders. Uh, this portion of my life is sponsored by Atlanta Safe House. Atlanta Safe House. They have a showroom in Ackworth. I suggest you check it out if you're up in the area. Or even better yet, no matter what you're doing, you can pick up your phone or your laptop or whatever and check them out at Atlantasafehouse.com. Remember, I always like to say, and I know you're probably sick of me saying it, don't keep your socials. Security card in your wallet. It doesn't go there. Don't need it in there. It goes in your safe, safekeeping, along with your documents and papers and marriage stuff or your living will I and mean, all the things you want to save and uh, take care of. And they've got great prices all over the place. They'll come and deliver it, bolt it into the floor if you want, anywhere you want. Tell them the Kimmer sent you. Look them up on the web, atlantasafehouse.com. Now, also, uh, big doings uh, tomorrow, and uh, you have to get a ticket, so listen up if you want to go to the Battery and Truist Park tomorrow to celebrate the six-time National League East champion Atlanta Braves tomorrow. Braves Fest, sponsored by Delta Airlines. Coach appearances, player appearances, autographs, player photos, unique interactive experiences, shopping, dining, memorabilia. You have to have a ticket. They're free, but you're supposed to have one. So what you do is download your complimentary ticket today. It's for the show tomorrow. It goes from ten to four tomorrow at Truist Park in the Battery. You go download your complimentary tickets today, mark your calendars for tomorrow, and you go to Braves.com slash Bravesfest braves.com slash braves fest and uh, be there tomorrow. Uh, 4.39 with the Kimber Pete, and Flounder. Uh, what's going on? Oh, we got the delay working again. You, uh, you're talking and nothing came out.
2: No, I didn't have them turned up. Oh, sorry. Let's try it again. <laughs> <laughs> that was my fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw your mouth moving for like 20 seconds. <laughs> oh, oh, crap. <laughs> what's uh, up?
3: Joe Biden is threatening Texas again. He says Biden uh, says Texas has till the end of the day to remove the razor wire or else. Friendler bags us at
1: <laughs> that Texas doesn't have to, re- to to take it down. If the feds no, want to take it the down Babylon themselves, bee. oh, I was going to say.
3: It's, it's B <laughs> making fun of. It. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> In other words, uh, and uh, uh, oh, oh, by the way, we want to uh, we want to salute our birthday boy again, Flounder. Would you do one more uh, birthday salute for ninety year
7: old ninety year old Bob Eucher? <laughs> You know, everybody remembers their first game in the Major Leagues. For me, it was in Milwaukee, my hometown, born and raised there. And I can remember walking out on the field, and Bertie Tebbets was our manager at that time. And my family was there, my mother and dad and all my relatives. And as I'm standing on the field, everybody's pointing at me and waving and (laughs) laughing, and I'm pointing back. And Bertie Tebbets came up and asked me if I was nervous or uptight about the game. And I said, I'm not. I've been waiting five years to get here. I'm ready to go. He said, Well, we're going to start you today. I didn't want to tell you earlier. I didn't want you to get too fired up. I said, Look, I'm ready to go. He said, Well, great, you're in there. And, oh, by the way, the uh, the rest of us up here wear that supporter on the inside. So, uh, <laughs> that was the first game my folks walked out on, too.
1: Bob Euchre, 90 years old and still going strong. Good, uh, good for him. By the way, speaking of immigration, uh, 441, speaking of immigration... Uh, Jonathan Turley, who I admire a great deal, a law professor, and he's a frequent contributor on TV and Fox especially. He says in this legal dispute, feds have the upper hand, but it's, it could be a little iffy. He said today, Texas will have a hard time mounting a constitutional defense in federal court over their enforcement efforts. Uh, Despite the uh, um, unprecedented Biden administration's role in letting them all sneak in any way they want, clearly violating a sense of decency, he says, I don't think anybody uh, can honestly look at the southern border, say the federal government's fulfilled its pledge, obviously. But then he says "The problem. Federal courts are unlikely to agree that this is an invasion referenced in the Constitution. The reference to imminent danger and certainly looking at hundreds of thousands of people crossing an effectively open border presents an imminent danger. But he said, Jonathan Turley says, the courts are likely to define that in the context of that provision of the Constitution in the context of an invasion with a foreign state. So Texas would have a hard time talking about invasion of people trying to find a better life as opposed to an invasion by a country trying to take over our nation. But that's what he says. That's what the courts are. He thinks that's probably likely what the, what will happen. But again, the courts didn't say Texas can't put up the wire. They just said, if you put it up and we want to take it down, you can't stop us. So, you know, <laughs> screw you. Uh, and, and, and I want the video. I want the video to show of the federal agents every day coming in to tear down barbed wire to let illegal people into the country. And boom, you know there you are. Yeah. Uh, There's I, the optic of it. Yep, yeah, five forty-three. There's the optic of it. Show them do it. Absolutely. Uh, coming up, we got a game. We got Pete's tweets. Uh, let's do a quick update on the Kansas City story. This thing will not die. The Kansas City story, where five guys Uh-oh. got together at to, what's Way happening.
3: Wait, man, we got we got the break in here. What? Uh, Trump ordered to pay eighty-three million
1: dollars. Whoa! I'm just reading. I see it heading. I reached the verdict. Eighty-three million. Yeah. First, calling her a liar that he never met her? She's crazy. I never it's, met her. She's a liar. New York justice
3: right there. Stay away from New York.
1: Oh, my God. You can't possibly believe that she suffered uh, well now almost a hundred million dollars in damages because she accused him of rape he was found innocent of rape they accused him of fondling her and and then a, a slandering her when he said she's nuts i didn't have anything to do with it and she she got 83 million uh well now it says 18.3 million here
2: and then 65 and in punitive
1: Oh my God! Eighteen point three million in compensatory da- comp- to compensate her for what? Her poor baby. She already got five million. I, I can't. I bet she still had a place to live. And now they're compensating her for another 18 million and $65 dollars to punish Donald Trump. Punitive punishment. Dead. Sixty-five million dollars. Now, can he appeal that? Is there any appeal in a civil case like this? I mean, I, 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 that can't that can't stand. That's that's outrageous. There's no way that that can be real.
3: I mean, they can take all your money away. Just have someone accuse you of something, get a Democratic jury to to back it up with the DA, and they can take all your money.
1: Yeah. And the other case in New York, she wants to make sure he can never work in New York again, uh, and shut down his entire business. That's it's a whole all the other New York. That's the other these, New York the, case. Yeah.
3: These are political show trials.
1: This is unbelievable. I mean, that that, that I, I, if we have any, any lawyers out there, I'd love to. Can he can he appeal? I mean, what is there a, another court above in a civil case? Because again, this was not a, a. I mean, I just don't get it. This was to determine the amount of the damages after he'd already been found guilty, not even of the major charge. Found guilty of the minor charge of feeling her up, apparently, or humping, or whatever the hell. I mean, I, he says I didn't even know her, I never met her before. And they called her a nutbag and said she's crazy, so she gets $85 million? Holy crap. I mean, this is disgusting. This is really disgusting. Despite what you think about Donald Trump, this is all political to get back at Donald Trump. Holy crap. Quarter five. Oh, man. Quarter five. Cameron Payton floundered. Wow. (laughs) <laughs> Ringo! Here we go. You come on like a dream Beaches a dream Lips like strawberry wine
6: You're 16
1: You're
6: beautiful
1: Ringo Starr went to number one in America in the singles chart with his version of Johnny Burnett's 1960 Hit Your 16. Number one, Ringo was number one in America with this song, but only number three in Britain, which is, well, I don't know why. <laughs> it's kind of strange. You'd think. Well, I, I guess I don't think at all. Uh, quick birthday note. Uh, re- oh, remember the mom who gave birth to those eight kids, the Octomom? The octuplets are now 15 years old. Wow, what a story that was. And uh, 4.51 on the clock, Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. And on this day, in 2010, Avatar became the highest-grossing film of all time. In 2010, the previous record holder was Titanic. What do they have in common? James Cameron. James Cameron directed both Avatar and Titanic, the two previous record holder and the current record holder of all time, which I've never. Isn't that about where they have like the Marine Corps turn into hippie freaks or something and uh, overthrow America or some crap or something?
3: It's beautiful to look at for about half the movie. Then you're like, okay, I've seen enough of this. Yeah. And then basically the plot is the old plot. The military's bad, corporations bad, and the Native people are always good and noble. Yeah. And it's just, I'm oh, pleased.
1: Yeah, well, anyway, 452 with the Kimmer, Pete, and Flounder. Uh, we got Flounder's Funnies coming up. We'll also have the latest on the Trump trial. He's got to pay her $83 million in compensatory and punitive damages. <laughs> Got, oh, hey, ho. We're going to hear some tweets about that. I mean, that is just despicable. for saying she's crazy because he denied what she claimed. Anyway, we got peach tweets. During the Apollo
3: space program, yes. there were only three people in the country qualified to do one thing. What do you think that was?
1: Fly that ship. Uh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: pretty good. I don't know. Uh, uh, they were qualified to hand pack the parachutes. For the missions, Ooh, I'll and bet. their expertise was so vital, they were not allowed to ride in the same car because a single auto accident could cripple the entire space program.
1: Holy cow! I mean, but you had you had to be un- unbelievable. I mean, you can't make a mistake. No. Wow. Or that
3: thing plummets and hits oh. the water too fast. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. Daryl says his dog understands several human words. Yeah. Daryl says he himself does not understand any dog barks. <laughs> Daryl worries his dog may be smarter than he is. <laughs> and finally, what do you say to your sister when she's crying?
1: Stop crying, sis. Are
3: you having a crisis?
1: A crisis. Oh, oh my God. You're going to keep doing this, aren't you? Hey, ho. Yeah, I- uh, Four fifty-three with the Pete Flounder. A quick update: They're still talking about this Kansas City case. Oh, by the way, coming up: What happened to a Texas grandfather wrongly convicted because of A I I Ds? Uh, photo face ID stuff is unbelievable, and the ring doorbell business is getting uh, a, a whole bit different about terms of uh, personal uh, information being released too. We have got those stories coming up here, uh, and the grandmother and the uh, and the gator. <laughs> Lawsuit, but first, Kansas City. These Chiefs fans who were found dead, frozen to death in the backyard after they were watching the game in January a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the Kansas City Police has said from the very beginning and says again today the case is 100 not being investigated as a homicide. No foul play suspected. Well, the families have gotten some experts involved, and we got some more comments about what happened there. The family site. Uh, The attorney for the guy renting the house, his name is Wills. The guy who rented the house is Willis. His attorney has changed the narrative about the friend's final hours. His claims that the guy slept on the couch through much of the 48 hours were dead in his backyard. And his role as a brilliant scientist are all a little iffy. Uh, they're uh, They're positing the experts are saying that the deaths were most likely caused by an accident and caused by a recreational drug use gone horribly awry. If they all took alcohol, they would not collapse at the same time. People react differently, so it wasn't just that got drunk. It metabolizes different speeds. They react to it, but they don't react right away, and they're conscious enough to go indoors if they felt cold. It'd be a kind of drug that causes a person to be disoriented, uh, would be a, a fentanyl-type drugs causing disorientation, can cause a rapid sleep-like loss of consciousness. If these four guys all took it together. The guy on the couch sleeps it off for a long time. The three of you went outside disoriented, maybe didn't have on their coats. Freezing weather could be a combination of drugs and hypothermia. Uh, Death from an overdose of fentanyl and a fentanyl analog. Versions of the drug with a similar but slightly different chemical structure uh, is an immediate. Could take over an hour fentanyl overdoses take place and uh, now uh, naloxone can prevent use of going to da that da. but hypothermia sets in when the body's internal temperature goes lower than forty five degrees and the period of time in the snow in that weather was uh, below freezing which is enough to kill a man uh... the experts say they probably were uh, are not dead when they collapse in the snow because of the cold and then go into a deeper coma and die actually from hypothermia they would not have died if they had gotten home all right But they were in the snow. They'd die in the snow. They didn't feel any pain. They didn't wake up in time. The theory that the four men consumed a drug laced with fentanyl would support the owner of the house's claim that he slept for about two days while his friends were there and didn't know anything. Powdered fentanyl can be mixed with drugs like heroin or meth or cocaine and pressed into pills. Uh, But detectives have also established that fentanyl in a lot of these places can also come from a safer substance, which they think is safer, uh, doing drugs like licking lollipops that are drug infested or infused. That has happened uh, a lot in this country. Detectives reach out asking for the passcodes to the family's uh, son's phones to determine whether there is any evidence that they were doing drugs, selling drugs, taking drugs, asking for drugs, a chain of possession of drugs, and the family saying, I don't know we want to do that. Uh, so this is another iffy. Most of these phones, they say, have a lot of data default to the cloud. You can get a cloud search warrant instead of having the password, uh, but you're not going to get it with a thumbprint on the phone. Did you know this? If you have a thumbprint ID to get your phone open, you've got to be alive. If you're not alive, you don't have the heat necessary in the thumbprint for the electricity. So anyway, there's a whole bunch of issues now here about what's going on with those dead guys. And the family's still saying something's fishy. And it may have been an overdose. They were maybe doing recreational drug, had fentanyl in it, and boom, bam. Again... Uh, it's a mystery. The toxicology test will still be a while.
2: Oh, ow, God! Four fifty-eight. What do you got in here, Flounder? All right, this is a funny black guy by the name of Dion Cole. Uh, I I know. I've had him on my show before, twenty-five years ago. I'm not this making guy, that up. Great guy. He's funny. Real funny. I'm funny. A guy. Deep
6: thinker. You know, that's how I like to do. Think real deep. Smoke something. Lay back. Let my mind take off. <laughs> I be thinking about stuff people don't know about. People ain't even thinking about. Like for example. Why isn't there any B-batteries?
1: <laughs> Think about it.
6: Why, there ain't no B-batteries? But they tripled up on the A's. <laughs> what, the B stand for black battery? <laughs> ain't no black batteries around it. Nah, if there was black batteries, I wouldn't use them. <laughs> <laughs> probably will work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm trying to be all pro blackness.
5: Uh, uh, uh. mm. <laughs>
6: we don't talk that way in D.C., D.R. You? <laughs> you can go back to Chicago with all your in ways. We
1: don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, he's a funny guy. I had him on my show. I remember him coming in the studio. and he he, he made fun of me beautifully. He said, oh, you, you uh, does your wife call you the Kimmer? Is that what you refer to? <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, remember, I remember his routine. It was unbelievable. That had to be like 1998. There may be 2,000. Oh, my God. It, was, it had to be 20 years ago. Dion, Dion Cole, right? That's it? It. Oh, my God. All right, coming up at 5 o'clock, coming up to Hitler's Last Hours. Also, holy crap, it's sports and more good, funny, happy stuff. Letter Rip Friday. How's it going? Keep repeating Flounder? Look out. A
0: lifetime of hard work
1: Left shoulder, right a bike, ready on your dog, target! Huah! Air pile, air nail, 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 Air, high up, the hill first on to the rear. Fire, fire, fire. <laughs> Look out. It's only me, it's only the are going with Big Davis and Flounder 504 in your Friday afternoon. Hope all is well. It could be a crappy day tomorrow with a stormy weather possible, movement. heck the heck it's a weekend. In fact, I've decided I'm gonna try I'm gonna throw away stuff. I'm gonna throw away stuff. And I can't believe I'm going to actually try to pull it off. And, and it, it, what bothers me, I know this is stupid, what bothers me is that I'm going to throw away stuff. This is my life. Everything I own that I have left, that I was left with, is in my place. You know,
2: I got rid of my storage lockers. So everything I own is in my Townhouse. The question you got to look at when you're going through it is, when was the last time I looked at this, I, and what am I going to need it well, for? Here, it? No, here, well, here's the thing. I, 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 this
1: is a kind of a quandary. I won't spend a lot of time on this because nobody cares about this but me. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter is, it's, uh, it's my stuff. You know, I mean, it's my stuff, it's and my stuff. and a lot nobody touch my stuff. Well, a lot of it is people gave me. I, I've got things that people gave me for years. Being on the radio, friends, you know, they gave me keychains and stuff, and and books and eBay. T-shirts, and I you sell a keychain on eBay. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and get I'll do an eBay app or something on selling my keychains. I mean, again, it's, i I've loaded. With, I, I probably have a hundred T-shirts. Of, of of various things, uh, sponsors and stuff. I've got knickknacks and, and uh, Marine Corps coins. and from. Uh, I mean, I've got a million things. And, and, and so the problem is if I throw it away, it means I've thrown it away, that it's gone. I mean, it'll always, it'll get, I feel bad about throwing stuff that people cared enough about me to give me. And I'm telling them, well, I'm, I'm going to throw your gift away. You know what I mean? I mean, no, they'll never know it, but I, I'll know it. No. So I feel bad about that. Oh,
3: well, come on. They won't know, and they don't g- expect you to keep something forever, for well, God's Well, and the
1: last two things, I know this is stupid, and this is all a total ego thing, because I know I'm my mother's favorite. Of the five kids, I was my mother's favorite, and it's been a thing my whole life, and even though they may name me Kim with a girl's name. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, this is my stuff, and nobody else wants it. In other words, if I were to say, boy, all right, I got all who wants all my stuff? Nobody wants my stuff. It's insignificant. I mean, who would want my stuff? You know what I mean, and and and, and that also means it, it's like we go dust to dust. I mean, at the age where you start thinking about whether you're waking up in the morning, and so it, it's all it's like it's all meaningless. It's all this was uh, it's all in the past. It's all gun has no meaning anymore. So just throw it away, and it just makes me sad. <laughs> you know, so I'm going I'm going to do. i got
3: you shouldn't th- you should give it to to something. You know, well, Salvation like what? Army. Or... Uh, nobody Salvation wants Salvation Army uh, of, of what know, knickknacks the, 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 they, yeah, they put it in those stores. You go to the stores,
1: you can buy all kinds of stuff. Well, people I like don't. old stuff Something. like that. Well, I don't. Maybe I'll, I'll just throw everything in, in boxes and then and, and figure out what Yeah, to I do mean, lots there,
2: and lots of people go thrift store shopping. That's. I mean, yeah. I, I do yeah. it. You can find all kinds of good stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, I, well, well,
2: maybe it's, I'll... It's almost like when you go thrift store, you're, you're treasure shopping. You're finding yeah. a random gem somewhere, and yeah. you've probably got a bunch.
1: Well, maybe that's an idea. Anyway, 506, uh, I can repeat and flounder. Uh, 404-741-1230. 404 741 11230 and we have uh actual newsy things including the latest thing on this Trump trial. I'm telling you this is a disgrace, this is disgusting. I don't know if he has a a, a recourse, or any kind of appeal of the Trump uh, trial today, he was ordered to pay more than 80 million dollars. For defamation, which the jury in New York—the damn thing is stupid iPad. You know why is it the iPad? When I when I flick my finger up, when I try to scroll up to read the freaking story, it 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 sticks, and then and then it like goes back to black, and I have to hit the arrow and go back on it again. All right, hold on a minute. I got to get up here in a thing here, and I got You're I got this other Flint thing here Fred too.
3: Flintstone fingers,
1: uh, it's uh, yeah. <laughs> like, like like hot dogs, uh, hot dog finger man. <laughs> uh, a federal jury says you got to pay E.G. and Carol more than eighty three million dollars after he denied allegations he raped her. He did not rape her. The jury said he did not rape her, but they think he fondled her. So even though he denied raping her, she claimed that because he chat he called her crazy for, and, and a liar for claiming he raped she ra- that he raped her. She gets eighty three million dollars. He, he didn't do it, but he said he didn't do it. So because he said he didn't do it, she's getting 83 million dollars after already getting five millions for not doing it. <laughs> I mean, how, where do you, you can't make this up. Uh, and Donald Shit, Trump man. himself says, um, uh, ca- Judge Kaplan refuses to allow the Anderson Cooper interview on CNN. In fact, Flounder, let's do that right now. Uh, on Anderson Cooper in 2020, this girl... Was, and listen to how, as we all know, the media tries to protect anybody attacking Donald Trump or conservatives. If you are a liberal, they will protect you. Listen to Anderson Cooper. This guy's supposed to be some kind of a journalist, of a news host. Anderson Cooper interviewing Jean, uh, 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 this, uh, this chick Jean, and here's what she says about that crime.
7: I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent Assault. It is not. I think
8: assault. most people think of rape as being sexy. Mm.
7: Let's take a short break.
8: Let's think of the fantasies.
7: Short
1: break. Yeah. We're just going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll. Can you? I mean, he was stumbling over himself. He he couldn't even say, "Let's take a short break," like a, a professional announcer. He was so flummoxed and flabbergasted that she was making fun of rape that women think it's sexy, that he, he, he was trying to protect her and saying, oh, my God, you really didn't mean to say that. Let's go. Let's take a break and, uh, you know, to see if we can't fix that for you. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, dear God. Talk about a one-sided trial, false accusations, and Trump says this guy's allowed to say anything. He wouldn't allow me to say anything. He's an extremely abusive individual, the judge, the likes of which few have ever seen before. Uh, some reactions. Uh, she claimed that there th- that rape accusation, by the way, is an exact plot line from a 2012 Law & Order SVU episode. Uh, she claims it was a coincidence when they asked her about it. And this is unbelievable. Citizen Free, uh, Free Press came out with... This this happened some time ago too. I'm gonna read you six tweets of this girl Jean Carroll. Six tweets which the judge would not allow to be shown in court. The judge would not allow the Anderson Cooper interview of her saying rape is sexy would not allow that to be shown in court. The judge also would not uh, would not allow these six tweets to be shown in court. Number one, sex tip I learned from my dog when in heat. Chase the male until he collapses with exhaustion, then jump him. Another tweet from E. Jean Carroll, 183 million today. Would men have invented chastity belts, veils, and, and crocs if women weren't just unbelievably hot? Honey, you were born to seduce. Another E. Jean Carroll from 2013. What can be done about the penis? It gets large when you want it small and stays small when you want it large. Gene <laughs> Carroll, 2013. Here's one, Gene Carroll, from 2015. How do you know your unwanted sexual advance is unwanted until you advance it? You know, you know that alone, that, that number one alone should have had the whole thing thrown out of court. Yeah, right there. But uh, too, uh, By the way, he's yeah. appealing. Oh, well, oh God! I'm glad there isn't. Uh, you, th- this can't stand. Just play that one. Play the Anderson Cooper thing and that one tweet. Uh, two more to go. There is. This is the Gene Carolla won 83 million today. There is no such thing as a slut. Only sexual geniuses. That was from June of 2014. Uh, the last one is from, oh, I don't have the date on this one. Uh, it's not the most beautiful woman. No, no. It's the woman who makes the least mistakes, who seduces the most men. Yeah, that's Jean Carroll won 83 million today because Donald Trump slandered her by saying she's a nutbag. I never met her and never touched her. And because of that, she won 83 million. Trump, as he left the courtroom earlier, said this is not America. I mean, holy crap. I, I, I just, it's just, it's, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Oh, my God! By the way, the state Senate here in Georgia now passed a bill creating a committee to investigate uh, the Fannie Floozy, Fulton County Fluzi, Fannie Willis, uh, with her uh, relationship with Nathan Nathan Wade. But, again, uh, she says he's terribly qualified. He's, uh, he's, he, he's been a, a, a lawyer. Oh, sure, he's never handled, a, you know, a RICO case or, you know, a real serious felony or anything. Uh, but besides the fact that he, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he comes early and comes often to work. And, uh, you know, beside the length and girth, the man is totally qualified as <laughs> their special prosecutor. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean this is unbelievable. Oh, what's going on in our country? I mean, honestly, I, I can't believe it. All right, anyway, coming up, we're going to have a little fun with uh, with Hitler's last 24 hours on Earth. Also, uh, the grandfather who got misidentified, and holy crap, is he worthy of some lawsuits all coming up. But next, holy crap, it's sports. It's 513 with a kid, Pete and flounder. Here we go. Yeah, boy, coming up, we'll make fun of the guy who uh, sucked into that nitrogen last night in Alabama. Also, the uh, last moments of Hitler. Not that we're, you know, (laughs) fans of that, but uh, 20 after 5. But first, holy crap, it's sports with Pete Davis. I'm actually a big
3: fan of his last moment. But <laughs> well, I don't want people later. to think
1: that we're fans of Hitler, so we're talking about our friend Hitler. I mean, we're just because it's. Yeah, I found out something I- which amazes me still, mm-hmm. and Pete found it and is going to flabbergast you about uh, mm-hmm. about the last thing. Anyway, Pete Davis in sports. What's going on?
3: We've had 24 hours to digest the news. The Falcons have falconed again by hiring Retread Raheem Morris as their new head coach. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing people say he's not a retread. Okay, let's look up the word in our Funkin' Wagnalls, shall we? Retread, as a verb, go back over a path or one's steps. As a noun, a person recalled for service, or a superficially altered version of the original. (laughs) Like, say you're fired as a head coach and you go away for over a decade to be an assistant, then you come back as a head coach. Yeah, he's a retread, the very definition of it. But let's not be too harsh. Let's look at his record. As Mark Twain said, there's lies, damn lies, and statistics. So let's go a deep dive
5: into Ray Morris' statistics.
3: (laughs) We can skip over his unsuccessful three-year tenure from 2009 to 2011 as the Buccaneers head coach. Let's just concentrate on the 2020 season here in Atlanta when he replaced Dan Quinn who got fired after losing the first five games of the season. They were 0-5. Remember those games oh, he mismanaged in yeah, Dallas? Yeah. They. they I think it was here. maybe here in Atlanta. They had the Cowboys beaten, and they blew it. They had another team beaten, and they blew I mean, it just yeah. stupid things yeah. all over the place. So I looked at Raheem, and at first, he turned the team around when he took over. The Falcons immediately beat the Vikings. After falling to the Lions, they rallied to win two in a row over the Panthers and the Broncos. So Raheem is now 3-1 with a group that had been 0-5, okay? The troops are playing hard for him, and we're all thinking maybe mm-hmm. we found a new coach. Yeah. But then, of course, the Falcons returned to form, mm-hmm. quickly losing five in a row oh. to end the season. Uh, yeah. Not exactly a resounding endorsement to keep Raheem on the job, because it turns out the Falcons players did not rally behind their new likable coach. They played like crap for him, like they played like crap for Quinn. So they hired Arthur Smith, A coach they valued over Raheem Morris, who they knew then, even better probably than they know now, but they passed over him, and they went and got Arthur Smith, and here we are. Now we got Raheem Morris back. It doesn't matter if he's popular with his players. All that matters is if he's a winner, and the track record is not there. Don't remember who said it, but it's true. The best predictor of what someone will do in the future is to look at what they've done in the past. Nothing about this higher scream Super Bowl victories, except... If Raheem Morris is a new Bill Belichick, who left Cleveland a loser and became the greatest winner with the Patriots. Moral of the story, Raheem Morris needs to find him a Tom Brady and quick. Good luck to him, because I hope he succeeds. I hope he does. He seems like a good guy. But there's nothing in the resume that says this is going to work. One piece of good news, though. Morrison GM Terry Fontenot will now answer directly to owner Arthur Blank. <laughs> Seems old Rich McKay, yeah, our buddy Rich, has been booted off the football beat and onto the soccer team. Poor Atlanta Real. United. Mm. So much for any hope they would turn their fortunes around <laughs> that the mediocre McKay is at the helm. Like I said, Arthur never fires the suits. They just rearrange the deck chairs on the
1: Titanic. Oh, mercy. Well, we're hoping the best. But uh, Now, do you have a, a theory, or is there any information known about why Belichick or uh, Bill Belichick wasn't picked? Is that coming up here? I'm just curious. Yeah.
3: Uh, I'm glad you asked, because of the woke sports media thinks Raheem should have had another head coaching gig before this. He's been out of head coaching for yeah. 13 years now, yeah? okay? Yeah. No one's hired him for 13 years, yeah. and he's been up for several jobs, okay? Ian Rappaport insinuated he was denied opportunities, To which African-American sportsman Jason Whitlock said he was a head coach twice before this. Make it make sense. I think the Falcons made a good hire, but Morris was a head coach in the NFL at age 32. His record as a head coach is 21 and 38. It's great he's getting a third shot. But he has not been denied any opportunities. Yeah. This is his third shot yeah. at this. Yeah. What opportunities is Ian Rappaport talking about that he was missed?
1: Yeah, and he was also I mean, working. He was all with defensive coordinator. I mean, my God, it's not I, like he's been out of work. He's not. He's not. You know. You know, begging with a tin cup on the freaking sidewalk. What are they talking about? I wish I had. I, I wish I had the opportunities. This guy, you know, don't we all wish we had his kind of opportunities? What's he making? Like six million, four million, two million? I mean, psh, uh,
3: he's I mean, not making that, but uh, uh, he may be doing it now. Uh, the Associated Press was in a big hurry to announce the news of Morris's hiring by the Falcons. Maybe too much of a hurry. Turns out they posted a pic of the Panthers' assistant coach, <laughs> who also happens to be black.
1: <laughs> well, you really can't, uh, you know. No. <laughs> you and, know you he got was your... wearing a
3: Carolina Panthers cap. Yeah, well, That you're... should have been a clue yeah, right you, there. You
1: got your blacks and your clues, and it's just, it doesn't tell. Yeah.
3: <laughs> All <laughs> yeah, right. It's... Now, here about, you asked about Belichick. Here, here's yeah. your answer. Right. ESPN insider Dan Graziano reports the Falcons did not hire Bill Belichick because he wanted too much power, yeah. and like I predicted, he would have taken power away from Rich McKay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, but if Rich but, McKay doesn't have so it now, then what's the difference? Of that. Yeah.
3: Right, right. So what? what what's the problem? once again, totally dysfunctional. You didn't didn't hire him because of McKay, and then you went ahead and pushed McKay off the the Titanic anyway. Uh, I don't get it. It's the Falcons, man. It's <sighs> the Falcons. Uh, AFC title game Sunday, Baltimore Chiefs at Ravens. Who you got?
1: Uh, I'm going Chiefs. Uh, I'm, I think I think the Ravens may be the better team, but I think I think the Chiefs are uh, I think the Chiefs are in. I think the Chiefs are ready to rip. I think I think they're peaking. I think they're going to be fine.
2: Ravens, Ravens for flounder. Got to stick with the colors on the Super Bowl. Okay, all right, there you go.
3: And Pete Davis, all right. Well, that's true. Everybody's been predicting Ravens for a long time now. Ravens Forty Nine ers here. The Ravens are the better team, but I, I I'm pulling for the Chiefs. I want Andy Reid to win one last one because the rumor is, of course, Belichick yeah. would take over for him in Kansas City. Yeah. I don't see that, but you never know because their window is closing and they may want the yeah. you know Belichick to get in there and get his wins and maybe bring him to one more Super Bowl. But they got to get to this one first. NFC title second game in Santa Clara. Lions at Forty Nine ers. Who
1: you got? uh 49ers although lions you know they've been lions have been spectacular when you don't think they're going to be all season really uh, but the 49ers, that freaking Purdy and those guys, I mean, and, and that, that scatback running back, that tough little guy who's uh, married to Miss World something or other. And he's a Catholic. real, uh, real uh, spiritual, religious guy, just an all-American, fantastic, blue-eyed, blonde, uh, toe-headed, you know, statue of a guy. Uh, and I think they're due. I think, I think they're probably going to win it all, too. I think, they, I think it'll be Kansas City and San Francisco. And, um, well, I don't know who'd win that one. I don't know who'd win mm. that one. Now, who do you pick? Who, I think Flounder, the, Lions, who you the, Lions,
3: the Lions get to Brock Purdy. It's over. Brock Purdy, if the Lions can get to him and pressure him, yeah. he what? is not a Super Bowl-winning quarterback unless he's playing from ahead.
1: No okay, okay. Flounder, you have a pick of uh, 49ers? Uh, Niners. Or Niners. 49ers? Okay. And, and are you picking uh, Detroit? All right. Pete, are you picking Detroit? I'm
3: picking Detroit.
1: Detroit? Okay. Good, good. Yeah. Excellent.
3: Braves got more outfield depth. They got J.P. Martinez from Texas for minor league right-hander Tyler Owens. And uh, having a kid play Little League baseball can get a little expensive, especially if he's on a travel team going from California to Cooperstown. So one 12-year-old's mother started a GoFundMe page to pay for the trip. But instead of donating, most people are attacking the mother. Turns out his mother is actress Alyssa Milano, who's worth $12 million. Are you serious? Oh, you skank. You lousy. Oh, my God. Hey, if you see someone driving a truck around Kansas City with a bronze statue of Jackie Robinson in the bed, you might want to contact the local authorities. A thief sawed off Jackie's statue at his ankles at a park and has absconded with it. So somebody in Kansas City has a, a statue. Of uh, him, yeah. Travis Kelsey's party hardy brother Jason will be chaperoned Sunday when the Chiefs play in Baltimore. Jason's wife Kylie will be there to keep watch on her hubby, so don't expect any more champagne fuel jumping out of sweets. For uh, by the way, I love
1: Baltimore. her. She sounds like the greatest wife in the world. When he was talking about that, he was you know he is fairly famous for jumping on tables. I guess he he leaps on tables and crashes tables or something. She said you can't be doing that. You know, and he went around, b- before the game started. He apparently. was going to the tailgaters area, trying to find a table he could crush, and he couldn't do it. So then he told her, he said, well, I guess I'm just going to rip my shirt off and do my thing. She said, you better not. That'd be stupid. And then what he did is she told him, get your ass back in the booth, and now she's clamping down. I mean, this woman who gets it, she's, I mean, she's, you know, just ripping him a new one all the time. There, I I just saw, that this seems like a great relationship, that she really gets what he he's a football player, and he's a goofball, and she's all over it. And she, you know, says, oh, you're being stupid now. Get your ass back in the booth. I mean, wouldn't you love to have a chick like that that gets it, gets your whole personality, and is there with it. you?
3: Of course, oh, it helps. Man,
1: it helps to have several million in the bank. Yeah, they, good they, point.
3: They, they tend to get you that more. Makes them a little happier to that. be By with the way, you. Egypt, <laughs> yeah. Egypt is playing in the Africa Cup of Nations soccer tournament, but they've yet to win a game. So, what do you do, if you're an Egyptian, who wants to change your luck?
1: Uh, get the snake charmers.
3: Close. The Egyptian Football Association has sacrificed a cow to bring the team more luck. Oh
5: my they gosh. killed
3: the cow and then gave the meat to needy people in Cairo. And you well. think they're crazy. They did this before in 2008, and it worked. They won the tournament. So if you own a cow anywhere near Flowery <laughs> Branch, you might want to keep an eye out for Arthur Blake.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll love we got to have a couple birthdays. You have to do a break here, Flownie. What do you want to do? Sure. Okay. I, I can't see him. He might even have left today. I don't know. Are we okay on birthdays or we got a break? Are we okay? Okay. Uh, quick birthday uh, sports things here. Oh, well, first, some sad, the sad news. On this day, it was four years ago today, Kobe Bryant died in the helicopter crash yeah. along with his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna, and seven other people. Four years ago today. Uh, birthday's Vince Carter. 47 says your underachieving hoop superstar retired from the Hawks in his defense. He might have had the best dunk of all time. Vince Carter, 47. And last one, Wayne Gretzky, the superhero hockey star, 63 years old. Wayne Gretzky and Kim Repeat and Flounder 5, 531 on 1063. We got a lot more coming up here, too. Right after this, uh, Marison pause. <laughs> <laughs> not sound like the beatles
2: this is from yellow submarines
1: i'll be damned i don't think i've ever heard this song
2: it's, called, never... hey, it's called hey bulldog
1: hey bulldog i don't think i've ever... I've never actually played their album i've never you know listened to one track after another i'm uh i was an old you know single 45 guy kind of deal anyway the beatles on this day in 1963 played two gigs the el rio club dance hall in uh Mackless field cheshire Supported by Wayne Fontana and the Jets, and then they drove 20 miles to their next gig at Kings Hall, Stoke on Trenton, Staffordshire, from Shits and Frittenfudske. Uh, the Beatles in 1963. There you go with that thing there. Uh, quick birthday at uh, Manti Teo. We talked about him the other day. It was the anniversary of him finding out that he had been catfished. He had had a girlfriend who died of cancer. Unfortunately, it was not a girlfriend at all. It was somebody faking him over the internet and stuff? Manti Teo's birthday today. He's 33. Former linebacker with the Saints and the Chargers. He was a, a great, a small, but a terrific little player in, in uh, was it Notre Dame? Is that where he went? I'm trying to remember. Pete, do you remember? No, Manti Teo was Notre Dame, wasn't he?
3: He's still, yeah, he's still playing somewhere, I think. Is he? Anyways, yeah, three.
2: he He was in Notre Dame. Uh, no, I think th- his senior year, didn't he play for the national title and they got killed? Yeah, I I think that's right, if I remember correctly. And on
1: this day in history, 1998, President Erectile Overfunction addresses the American public. uh, And once again, uh, the filth comes right out of his mouth.
7: But I want to say one thing to the American people. I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say this again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Ms. Lewinsky, I never told anybody to lie, not a single time, never. These allegations are false, and I need to go back to work for the American people.
1: Well, I remember watching that live, and I remember the reaction even from his own staff. And everyone who's that girl who was on the staff married to the other guy. Or something, there was something, one of the females on the staff came remember who it was. And all basically all of his aides all were quoted as saying the same thing. What a horrible way to handle it. It, it, was, it made it worse than ever. They said that was the exact wrong way to do it. And plus, uh, you know, it was like when he said, yeah, it depends what the definition of is is, when they said, "Are you still? Uh, is there still a relationship with Monica Lewinsky? And he said, well, it depends what is means. Uh, and this time he said he denied he had sexual relations. Well, he never actually had intercourse. So he theoretically in his definition and that's what he went by again remember there was a whole legal thing about this he said I never lied uh, anywhere else because uh, the legal definition given to me was that it would include intercourse and he denied he ever had actual intercourse so he could say he never had sexual relations and he never did anything well then obviously later on he had to admit that he did. And, you know, that he, not that he had a sexual relation, not that he had intercourse, but that he obviously was acted inappropriately and everything else.
3: He lost me. He lost <laughs> me that day when he shook his finger and said that. And I remember thinking, I've supported you for two elections. If you're lying to me, this is it. And he was lying. Yeah. And, and that was it. Uh, by the way, Jeff just uh, wrote something here. Yes. Says that I just blew a chance to really zing you.
1: Oh, what, what did I do and what did you not do?
3: Jeff says, Kimmer just said he was a single 45 guy, and you missed your chance. You should say, said, Well, now you're a single 78 ish
1: guy. <laughs> Better being 33 and a third, I guess, probably. <laughs> 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 RPM rates, if, if anything else. Uh, 541 uh, here on the Kimber and uh, Pete and the uh, Falounder actual uh, program. Uh, 541. And, oh, uh, by the way, for the record, we mentioned I got to get my laptop fired up again here. Come on, kick in. you'd It it seems to go dark really quickly. If I don't keep my thumb on it, it goes dark. Uh, Donald Trump, after the jury in New York, has now said he has to pay that girl $83 million as punishment and compensatory damages for saying she's nuts because he never raped her. And because he denied he raped her and called her names for being a a Looney Tunes crackpot, he has to pay her $83 million. Well, uh, Donald Trump says, quote, absolutely ridiculous. I fully disagree with both verdicts. The original one that found him guilty of uh, fondling, He was found not guilty of rape and was guilty of um, feeling her up, apparently. He said, I uh, fully disagree with both verdicts and will be appealing this whole Biden-directed witch hunt Focused on me and the Republican Party. Posted it on Truth Social. Our legal system is out of control and being used as a political weapon. They have taken away all First Amendment rights. This is not America. The jury found that this girl was injured as a result of statements made while he was in the White House. Seven million dollars in compensatory damages. Uh, Other than the reputational repair program, which is costly, $11 million in damages for the repairing her reputation and $65 million in punitive damages to punish him. All told, $83.3 million. Trump took the stand briefly, and again, the only, he could only answer a yes or no question, and then the judge said everything else is going to be struck. I mean, it would not, I, I, I can't even talk about it. This is just nonsense. He is appealing, so obviously there is, so there's got to be some court to say this is ridiculous, especially since he was found innocent of the charge of rape. And how could you not? You know, if you were, if you were accused of rape and you were found not guilty, I, for that matter, when you were accused of rape, wouldn't you react by saying, wait a minute, she's nuts. I never met her. It's a crackpot. And then she could sue you for calling her names because she falsely accused you? Jesus, Mary and Joseph. What's going on here? (laughs) <laughs> oh, my God. It's a joke. The
3: whole justice system is a joke, and it's all geared to attack our side and yeah. give their
4: side a break.
1: It's strictly political. Strictly political. If this had been, you know, well, hell, Joe joke. Biden got accused by one of his own staff members of fingalooka her and, and they said, well, you know, I believe all women, but I also know Joe Biden, so we're, you know, we're not going to do anything about that. Liberals, Unbelievable. Uh, Pete, let's talk about Hitler. we got a couple minutes for a cowabonga break here before we go on. Somebody come out with a book. And it's uh, a book showing the last 24 hours of Hitler's life. Uh, let's see, let's see. There's a passageway. Oh, okay, here we go. Um, uh, when they, uh, the Soviet bombardment of Berlin continues, the six children of propaganda chief Joseph Goebbels and his wife Magda are sitting around a table in the bunker. There's an upper bunker and a lower bunker. They're in the upper bunker eating a breakfast of bread, butter, and jam. Down below... Uh, is Ava Braun, who married Adolf Hitler only the day before, had just finished applying her makeup. Hitler's bunkers below the older upper bunker, connected by a staircase. There's a passageway to the chancellery cellar where staff and doctors are working. So they're all together in this large bunker. Uh, Eva tells uh, a friend, I can't bear to be alone with my thoughts. It's hard to talk about it. The day goes on. Afternoon, uh, Hitler sends for Martin Bormann, his private secretary. And Hitler tells him the time has come. Fraulein Braun and I will end our lives this afternoon. He has never called her Frau Hitler. He never acknowledged that they got married. Uh, let's see. Go on and on. Okay. Uh, 3 3rd in the afternoon, hovering nearby, waiting for a sound of a gunshot. There's Otto Gunch standing guard outside the study. Goebbels, Bowman, and members of the staff are waiting to hear a gunshot. There's a full, uh, there's a lull in the shelling. Uh, the table in the upper bunker corridor. The Goebbels children are whirl, uh, wolfing down their late lunch. Helmets particularly cheery. He loves hearing all the explosions. The banks can't hurt us in the bunker, he says. And then Pete Davis... There is a sound of a single gunshot. For a moment, they fall silent. And then Helmut says... Bullseye! <laughs> Gribble's kid says
4: bullseye when Hitler shot himself? Holy crap! <laughs> I mean, my God! That's <laughs>
3: astounding! <laughs>
4: bullseye?
3: It's, the Daily Mail has the breakdown minute by minute. It's fascinating, yeah. the stuff, the, the detail they have. I don't know how he got the detail of this.
1: mid midday, amazing. the Fuhrer summons a military staff for the Daily Situation Conference. M- munitions are running out. Air supplies have become impossible. Morale is very low. Fighting only continues in the city center. The Battle of Berlin will be over by evening. Hitler's silent for a long time, then in a weary voice. He asks his general for his view. When the general nods heavily, the Fuhrer pushes himself slowly out of his chair. Midday, the day he died. I mean, this is unbelievable. Anyway, funny stuff coming up. Happy stuff, we hope, coming up until 6. It's 546 already with a Kimber, Pete, and Flounder letter at Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm way back now. Blue
10: days, black nights, blue tears keep on falling for you, dear. Now you're gone.
1: Early Buddy Holly. Blue
10: days, There was not a
1: late nights, Buddy Holly. I really did. Only one so Buddy Holly. Holly didn't last that long. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, 1956 on this day, Buddy Holly recorded what would become his first release called Love Me. And Blue Days, Black Nights, both tracks were later featured on That'll Be The Day. The third album, after Buddy Holly, uh, after Decca, Holly's first major record label packaged these 1956 tunes after he had some success with recordings from Brunswick and choral labels. Bobby, uh, Buddy Holly, 1956. Uh, Birthday, uh, let's see. Oh, the hideous uh, Jerry Sandusky. Penn State uh, pedophile incarcerated, earliest possible release, October 9th, 2042. Jerry Sandusky, if he's alive, will be 98. He's 80 years old today. The pedophile. And uh let's see in nineteen seventy three they signed the Paris Peace Accords for Vietnam, theoretically ending the war in Vietnam. Not quite exactly how it happened, but the exchanging prisoners, and that was kind of all' going kind of happen on that day uh, let's see five fifty two um but um, oh a quick thing, Donald Trump's going to appeal. he just got fined eighty three million dollars New York City trial jury. And judge uh, for slandering the woman who claimed he raped her, even though he's found innocent of raping her, he still slandered her. She claims, and it hurt her so much they paid her eighty-three million. Trump is going to appeal. In case you didn't hear it and just joined us, this was a conversation with this woman, this Jean Carroll woman, in twenty twenty, talking to Anderson Cooper, uh, making fun of rape.
7: I think most people think of rape as a. I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I a
1: think sexual... most people think
8: of rape as being sexy. Mm.
1: Let's take a short Let's break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're got to take a quick break. You can stick around, we'll- <laughs> He's fumbling all <laughs> over him. So he, can't, he can't believe what she said. He's saying, I'm, t- I'm going to try to protect you here. And stop talking. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Any newsman would have said, well, what do you mean by that? Well, how, how often do you have this fantasy? Uh, do you imagine a certain guy or, you know, like people in uniform or like cops and things? Or you, do you get tied up? Or, I mean, my God, he had everything right. She was sitting there talking about it and by the way for the record uh, uh Jean Carroll also tweeted these things oh now I just uh, diddly bopped me here we go uh, she also tweeted out uh how do you know your unwanted sexual advance is unwanted until you advance it there's six I read these That's are I, I i mean boom all trump's got to do is do this i i wonder if he can bring up new evidence in an appeals case on the civil trial though because if he can bring, he's got to do that interview with Anderson Cooper. And these tweets alone, boom, it's over. She liked it. Anyway, uh, 554. Oh, let's, oh, I'm sorry. Let's do President's stupid face once again, in case you missed this. Uh, he was at a beer brewery. And once again, uh, this, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, the extreme example of a man who's got all his mental uh, faculties uh, at his age. Yes, the most powerful leader in the world. Your president. Beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer in his Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. And no <laughs> sidewinding,
4: bushwhacking, porn <laughs> swaggering, crocker-crocker. going to
1: revel in white <laughs> My God, what an embarrassment. I mean, seriously. And if that had been a Republican, just, anytime something happens like this, just say what had happened if that had been Trump. I, I mean. The
3: Republicans would be chasing Trump yeah. out of the White House saying That's he's right. incompetent. That's
1: right. That's right. <sighs> This is unbelievable. Uh, 555. Uh, hold on. What were we going to do? We got something else I wanted to get to, and I forgot what it was.
2: <laughs> oh, oh,
1: oh. Oh, there we go. 555. Five flounder got the idea right here. 36.
9: I'm not handling my 30s very well because if realizing 30s is not old, but it is
6: Almost old.
9: <laughs> like, you're right there, you know? And some of you are in your 30s. You're like, that's not true. I'm still young. Yeah, the first stage of grief, denial. <laughs> You'll come along. It's not. You got a little young in you and a little old. You're in transition, you know? Like, I still get excited about concerts, but I also get excited about Cole's Cash. I'm in transition. You understand me? I played this yesterday. <laughs> and everything changes. Yeah. You can get <laughs> hurt doing any, anything Sounds in your like 30s. Anything <laughs> is Look, dangerous. I, I, I play basketball like, once a week. I texted a friend my age, and I said... Uh,
1: uh, well, we played this yesterday, but I'll tell you Got what. Uh, uh, get another one ready, and 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 I'll, I'll back time. It. Let's play it at like at five fifty eight, something like that. So I'll give us a minute and a half. Would that work? Min- t- minute twenty five. Minute twenty. All right, uh, so I'll come back at five fifty eight, and we'll play the, the final uh, flounder sound Bay Oh, in the meantime, let's salute once again, Bob Euchre. Is ninety years old today. Can we switch the console there and the thing with a computer? Bob Uecker, ninety years old, and a very funny guy as well as a former baseball player and announcer for the Milwaukee Brewers.
7: And now the funniest joke I ever heard. These two ball players went duck hunting. They were out in the marshes for over an hour. They didn't get anything. Didn't shoot anything. Finally, one says to the other. I wonder why we haven't got any ducks. The other one says, maybe we're not throwing the dog up high enough.
1: I thought I'd heard everything. I've never heard that joke. That's a funny joke. That sounds like the kind of joke that people would repeat. I'm surprised. To... <laughs> not throwing the dog up half of my mind. Uh, anyway, uh, just very quickly, we'll do our little comedy thing here. Uh, boy, any weekend plans, Pete Davis, other than the football players? Well, of course, Sunday.
3: Yeah, Sunday, it's the football. But tomorrow, I may just crawl down in the creek and find me some gold.
2: Oh, some what? Gold. Gold. Oh, I like it. Flounder, any uh, weekend plans? Uh, I got the nephew's basketball game tomorrow, and then I think we may head to lunch after that, but oh, I'm not sure yet. That's nice, all right. Uh, by the way, a
1: Texas grandfather who was uh, a- ID'd wrongly by uh, sunglass huts technology people was 2,000 miles away at the time when somebody thrust a gun in the face of a manager uh, in California, or in Texas rather way, uh, at the sunglass hut. And uh, it was in, he was in California at the time, yet the facial recognition picked him out because he'd had a, pr- a criminal record with, you know, 30 years or 40 years before he was a burglar or something. And they picked his face out. They arrested him. He said, I don't know what you're talking about because he'd come to get the, the transfer. He, he, he moved to the place where the crime happened. And when he went to get his new driver's license, they said, oh, you're a criminal. He said, no, no, they mis-ID'd him. So they put him in jail where he was gang raped. And then three hours later said, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. He gang raped because of a mistaken ID in jail, and now he's suing everybody. I hope you get trillions.
10: Uh, 558 with a kid repeat, and flounder, ha-ha, as we end our day. I made the mistake one night of assuming the guy working the stand was Mexican. <laughs> he wasn't. <laughs> I even spoke Spanish to him, which is a no-no. So I walked up to this guy at the stand, and I was like, you know, he reminded me of a tío. You know? so I was like, you know, hey, que onda, compa, como estas? Which is like, hello, friend, how are you? And he responded, "What are you saying to me?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I thought you were Mexican. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a Mexican. I am not a Mexican. I am Greek. Greek? <laughs> <laughs> that was way off. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. It's late. I'm tired. Can I have two tacos? <laughs> what do you mean? Can I have uh, two tacos? I just finished telling you I am not a Mexican, I am Greek. I do not sell taco. I sell gyro. Gyro? And then I remember seeing writing on the front of the car, and I just thought it was like the guy's name or something, right? <laughs> uh, like It spells it out. G-Y-R-O. Gyro. He got all pissy. It is not a gyro, it is gyro. <laughs> this is gyro this hero? Bro, I'm tired. It's late. What is a gyro? <laughs> it's like a taco.
1: Hooray! <laughs> 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 super fight. I gotta go. You're killing me. Boys, have a great weekend. See you Monday. Kipper saying, look out, I got hold on Earth. look out. Ah!